hell I'll be at throughout the week by the time we get to this show. I okay. See, like, I now don't feel bad because I was gonna say that shit last night. I have zero clue. I went to. I just I know that we get here and then the mic come on and then I'll be like, <laughs> "Gee, what I the fuck? To, did, what the fuck just happened this past week?" I went to hit you last night and I was like, "Dog, I ain't talked to my man all week. This is trash." And I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> what we doing?" I don't know where the hell I'll be at all the way to this man. Point. That's just wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said my shit was just gonna be freestyle. <laughs> you see my shit? <laughs> oh, and this is us. This is us. The greatest fucking hour of TV this week. That episode, my nigga. Was that's ev- but no, that's, no, that's been that's been every week for this season. No, well, see, see, I hella hated on like, the golf episode. Why that? Because I didn't. It was over my head. Mm. It was the golf episode was definitely over my head, and then. And then I and then for whatever reason I watched it twice. Why did I watch it twice? Why did I watch the golf episode? I, I watched it twice. Oh, maybe Nana didn't. Nana, Nana hadn't seen it, so I had to watch it again. And I was like, "Oh, this episode is actually hella hard." It's but it it's like the um, the golf episode was like uh, was a country club. Country club episode mm-hmm. is like uh, it's like the 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 album you got to go give another run mm-hmm. basically. Cause it ain't. It wasn't hella action. It was. It was hella slow. Nah. It was. It was all like it was metaphors. All meta. The whole episode. But it yeah. was the dog. The and, and I like. And, I like. Like for this one, at least for like this season, they're doing an amazing job because they introduced a whole new group. Of and that's jumping. hard. That's hard to do. Like they're jumping like crazy between hey. different like and and matching up like how everything really does match up from what your uh, what your experiences. Are. How hard is it to introduce? To a show that's already deemed like classic, how hard is it to introduce a whole new subset of characters and them not fuck it up for them? For, because, the, for the writers and for the actors. For them, I, for them, I, they're doing this shit. It, it seems seamless, and I think that's only because we kind of be, because of all of like the because everything is so money driven. So since mm. every last part of like um our entertainment is money driven yeah. and built off ads, uh you know, ad dollars and you know, the type of people that get to get to infiltrate a a, a storyline or even your uh your ideas because they want to bring more revenue in. Yeah. Yep. This is one of the few uh situations where you see motherfuckers just being completely pure. To, to their to like their thought process. Well, I I I got so many questions, and not, and not from a um, and they're genuine they're genuine questions because I'm just I'm just curious. Like I want to know what that writing room writing room looks like, and I want to know what their research team looks like because hmm. the shit that they hit on, especially in the country club episode, the nuances of the black characters. I was about to say, all I can say is that I know there's black people in the room. It's gotta be, it's gotta be like that that. The what that writing is so specific, it can't be dependent upon research. Like Beth's character and her reactions and shit, and her cues and her beats, mm-hmm. and then that shit that how tense that uh, kitchen episode was when Omar took off his shirt was like my nigga, because it was like yo they about to squab in here. Like I, that's what I thought, and he's like, yeah. and then he went into this whole deep soliloquy about like nah, see bro, me, you, and then the yeah. week before Randall, the young Randall was like nah see me. I don't know. I, that shit just that shit just struck a chord where it's, it's got to be black people in that room. Hold on, it's most definitely got to be. It's Meet the Brave podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why you laugh, man? I almost had it. I almost had it. 
Hey, man, we, I'm always amazed, man. I'm always, <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Because <laughs> we was getting too, we was getting hey, too man. serious. Hey, man. Hey, Marty is ultimate connector, bro. Like, my nigga, we get. All right, let's go, y'all. Let's get you got to see that. That's why we need video back so you can see the, like, nigga, well, who, it's just you and Ellen here. Why are you doing your hands like that? Let's get it. <laughs> it's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. And we're glad to be back. We just yes. went on a whole intro rant of This Is Us. We did. I'm I'm so People, not. People, get on it. I'm not embarrassed about how much I love this show. Uh, at this point, I think it it's either you're in it or you're not. You either with us or you against us. Not even that. I think it's just more so you just either know about it or you don't. Like some, yeah. like I don't think everybody's willing. Like on on like the the emotional, uh, um, uh, uh, I guess uh, journey. It's it's holding up a mirror for sure. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't know how many people are like just like ready to jump right into yeah. that type of shit. So they could they could write it off as like corny or write it off as like it not being like well they can never say it's corny, but they could definitely say that it's uh it's not for them. I wonder I I want I'm curious so, to maybe see soft or something. I want to I want to find some cuz I, I haven't was, found My bad. I was having a conversation over at desk today. Uh-huh. I mean not today, my bad. Um I think it might have been Friday. Uh-huh. And uh I brought up this is us in uh-huh. like the conversation of like shows. Yeah. And it was a it was a girl across I mean, a woman across across the desk from me. She was like, "Man, fuck that." Uh, that now I'm talking record, about I'm talking about Game of Thrones. She record skipped on you, bro. But see, that's right, the, right, right across my shit, she was like, "She's like, nah, we we watching some more gangster shit." But, and I was like, "I don't know how much more gangster shit is out there than then this, this is, is us. us." Yeah, but then that's the 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 escapism of fantasy, right? So there is a partition. Uh, Bomani was talking about this on. Um, not not the ESPN show, but uh, his 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 show, where he live stream. Shout out to Bomani and um, and and Lance for doing such a great job, and you can like actually live chat and shit. It's just a cool experience with that show. But shout out to Bo. Um, so watching his show. Also, so at some point we're gonna talk about how much Bomani really does dislike uh, what's the name? Pablo. Pablo. Hey, no, no, no. I didn't realize it until like a couple weeks ago, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he was going in on Pablo, like I think. I think whenever he looks across the desk at Pablo, he looks at how much harder he had to work to get to this point, as opposed to where Pablo, Pablo. is. Like, but but it's it, it's funny because it didn't start out that way. Right. I think I think Pablo was one of the few people Bo actually liked in the building, and now yeah, in order to do that, and yeah. now yeah, and now working together every day. Whether Bo admits it or not, or whether 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 we just got it wrong, there, whether there's, it's a there's part a disdain. Of their, it, 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 there is, yeah, because his di- Bo digs be so like, oh, why you got? But then, but then when you see, uh, what's the other brother, the brother went to Harvard, uh, when Ooh. he come on, I think he went to Harvard. Is he do? Is he doing outside the lines now? I don't know if he's doing outside the lines, but he be on. Um, he comes on first take a lot, and he used to play Ooh. football. Oh, you talking about my man? Um, who who is my favorite? My favorite stand-in for Bo. His name. Oh is, yeah, because um, he come in. He come in with all the animal facts. Like he always come in what with is, like the. What is his that, name? That's the one I learned about the uh, about the, the cuckoo bird. <laughs> Gee, what's his name? No, <laughs> fuck, I can't even think. I can't even think of his name. Uh, but he used to play for like the Ravens and the Broncos. And yeah, shit. he was a DB. Um. Anyway, I don't know what, yeah. what the fuck were we talking about. Hmm? We we jumped. We jumped. Yeah, we did. We kind of jumped out the into, shout out to, to, Bo, to the sports world. Shout out to Bo and Lance. Uh, and, but back to this I'm over here talking about how people work with yeah. you. My bad. Yo. <laughs> Bo was talking about not fucking with fi- that's what it was. Bo was talking about not fucking with fiction books. Okay. Period. Um and I felt him. 
I mean, like outside of like Alchemist and shit like that. Like, hey, um, Parable of a Sower. Fiction? Fucking great. It's fiction? Yes. Okay. See, and that's why I'm still open to fiction books. Fucking, uh, what is it? My bad, go ahead. Um, Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler. That shit is amazing. That's why I'm still open to fiction books because I, like, you do stumble across those great ones where it's just like, damn, this is so, this is so real, you know? And, and, and then it's the balance where they have to sort of identify as fiction, but it's, it's based and inspired on a true story. They just got to switch the characters and the locations and shit as a means to not get sued. So that's why I remain open to, to fiction. The, just because the only, the only beauty inside of fiction, so I'm not talking about like the bullshit fiction. Like, you know, I'm not about to read, like Game read, of Thrones. I'm not about to read <laughs> Harry Potter, my nigga. But I'm sorry. As, as amazing as Harry Potter books might be, bro, I'm not about to read no Harry Potter books. Yeah. But, uh, with some of the fiction, though, it gives you it gives the author, uh, the writer, a chance to really get really their explore. shit off. Yeah. Like because uh, when you talk about like nonfiction and doing all the research and stuff like that, you kind of mm-hmm. have to stay along with the with the line. You, with the you certain, have to stay disciplined. You have to stay authentic to that line or whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? But when it comes to non when it comes to uh, when it comes to fiction, then you get a chance to really get your shit off in like a super creative way. Yeah. And then just let it sit there. Like don't give no don't give no inf- other information. Yeah. Just like. Whoever sees it sees it. If they don't, you don't catch the little gems or whatever. Then yeah. that's up. To, you know what I mean. But that's the only part I can say that's dope about fiction. But go ahead, my bad. Yeah, but the, but then you, so you get to the, the the realm of like TV shows, for example. Right, right. right. Um, and this is not the shit on Game of Thrones because y'all know how I fuck with Thrones. The difference between that and this is us is like there is there's no escapism or no partition from reality at all. Even though this is us are based on fictional characters and shit, like, mm-hmm. but they're pulling from real life experiences. More than more than I'd say, like ninety percent of the shit I've I've experienced on the show, oh, whether it be your house burning down in the middle of the night, definitely been through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody you love, you love dearly, coming out of the closet, all all this weird sh- like human shit that mm-hmm. that pulls on like your heartstrings in a real ass way that don't allow you to escape the emotions of it all. Not like I was telling, um, I was telling. Um, one of the one of my OGs, like one of my mentor OGs, who happens to be a woman, like the only time I teared up was when the daughter was coming out the closet. Like that shit hit home for mm. real because it's like I've experienced that shit. Mm. Like with somebody you love dearly, that's trapped. Yeah, that's cr- like nigga, like that level of pain. That the what's the young what's what's her name on the show? The daughter. Um, I want to say Ari, but I can be completely wrong. No, it's not. Um, but the, the 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 daughter Randall and Beth's daughter on the show is like struggling with her sexual identity, and she she is lashing out because she don't feel like she can talk to her parents. She feel like the the fear of being completely disowned by the people that love you the most was her biggest fear, mm-hmm. to the point that she suppressed it and started acting out. And it's like the shit manifests and reaches the surface some in some kind of way. So it finally reached the surface where she uh, couldn't test test. So it finally comes out. And Randall and Beth are like, they're naturally taken aback because the information is new. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yo, <laughs> we love you more than anything in this world. So that shit don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. You matter. To, you know, it was it was that I, I guess. I don't know. It, like I not when Jack died, like not when none of it. But when that shit, shit happened, shit, when Jack died, nigga, I was in a fucking fetal position. Gee, I like hey, <laughs> well, I was I get, over here, nigga, like, nigga, I knew that was coming, but. The the how how that shit played out. Nigga, was I thought crazy. he was gonna die in the fire. 
Oh that, shit, that, we killing my bad. Spoiler but that, alert. but that's why it was more, it was more that's ridiculous to me because, yeah. like, you gotta think about how much. So the so the cool thing about Jack and the reason why Jack is so like renowned is just that how much he pivoted from the life that he grew up around. Yeah. So like he yeah. completely did an about face and left that shit behind. Yeah. As as like damaging as that might be, you might think for a human being to do. Uh, to just completely disregard and disown everything about them and just create a completely different uh, life for uh, his immediate family Gee. is amazing. But it's so it, crazy it's, you it, picked up on that. Like, that was the one thing you identified with. My nigga, that's, that's, that's why I fuck with Jack yeah, so much, bro. Like, that's it's, why that's I identify hella, so much with him. That's because hella crazy because that, that level of mental discipline is like... That's a supreme level of discipline where you just like Next I'm not level. fucking with none of y'all. No Next more. level, bro. But but like about face from that shit and 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 created a bubble for a for his immediate family <laughs> that they still are 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 longing for. Like they still don't know what they don't even know what the fuck he did. Wait, they're lost. Gee, can we talk about how crazy it is? We're opening our podcast with a "This Is Us" break. Yes, want, we are. I just want you to. I just want you to stop and appreciate <laughs> like the the depth of us, nigga. Like I dig it. I the brave. We are. We giving y'all a break. Hey, this is us. Fuck with us. We'll do a weekly breakdown of each episode. Um, <laughs> Just cause niggas is invested, bro. I'm just happy to see that money's finally on this. No, like I'm, I'm obsessed. Like I got, I got a real problem. Like I walk around and go, Kevin would have did this differently. (laughs) (laughs) Randall would have handled this like this. It's sick, and and it's but it's you know I think where my growth as and this is this is hella funny that you can find your growth through like TV and entertainment and shit, Mm -hmm. but. I used to love stuff so I used to become so obsessed with like art especially mm-hmm. that my whole goal through the week would be to make sure that everybody was on it. And for whatever reason for whatever the, the way you and Dill handled this was like oh no nah, this is just kind of for me and then whoever like I'll I'll tell people but I'm not going like Hold their hold their feet to the fire and be like, yo, you gotta fuck with this type shit. I mean, cause it's it, you gotta think about it. Not now that you're watching it, now that you've watched it or whatever, yeah. the amounts that goes into each episode. Yeah, that's it's, not something that you about to sit somebody down and start talking to them about. Like it's literally, commitment. you gotta watch that shit and then we can have these conversations. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. I start bringing this shit up to y'all, y'all gonna be like, I'm definitely not watching this shit. <laughs> my nigga, my nigga, get from around me, my nigga. Like, <laughs> but it's it, uh, but it, they're also. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really know how to how to how to verbalize the 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 experience that it is, especially especially for the sake of like conversation and and connectivity with people you're you're close to or that are around you. Um, I don't know. It 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 just not like Nana and I have different conversations based on that show. I was just about to say. I don't know how. I I, I would like to see. How like significant others are watching it together? Mm, together, yeah, yeah. I, I, I meant to, I meant to ask because, Dylanique that because like, I know I, it's got to be it's got to be crazy watching it with like just with another person yep. or with other people. Yep. But to watch it with a significant other and it's got to be an experience. Y'all gotta have a conversation after the episode. Like y'all gotta have your like how to after Walking Dead have a Talking Dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta sit down and like have a talking relationship after that shit That's for, off of what you see inside of that because I hey. There's no way that you see those episodes the exact same way. Um, on the staying in the vein or like staying in that realm of like art, I posted 
I posted a segment of the Rick Rubin and Pharrell conversation for GQ. Okay. Um, which is a reoccurring theme. Rick Rubin sit they they go out to they go out to Rick Rubin's estate, which used to be it either used to be owned by by Bob Dylan or one of the Beatles. I think it's Bob Dylan though. Is that where Kendrick went? Ken, yeah, same, yeah, same, same exact. You got like the trailer home in the backyard or something? Because that was Bob Dylan's trailer, oh. and he converted the trailer into a recording studio. I think it's Bob. Dylan. It's either Bob Dylan, one of the Beach Boys, and one of the Beatles. That's hella mm. racist, by the way. Um, <laughs> that, that, that all them niggas are the one, same. One of the white boys. One of the white boys. One of the popular white boys. Yeah, one that, that, that the niggas fuck with. That's yeah, it could have so been, been Elvis. <laughs> I don't know, man. It could have been Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> G, you wild. Not I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the, so they're having this this grand conversation, and and somehow it. Pharrell starts talking about he and Chad's biggest um, feats in the studio, or there, the, if, if there was if there was a blueprint to the Neptune sound to NERD to Pharrell himself, it's just trying to recreate a feeling. And I talk about it all the time on the show from an artist perspective of of protecting your fandom for the sake of having. Of being able to reference a feeling, mm-hmm. so the way let's see, um, I don't know, man. You pick you pick a song. The way, oh, for example, G, when Five Hundred Degrees came out, mm-hmm. Cash Money has this messy breakup. Everyone's confused on like who to go with all this different shit, and then Wayne has the nerve to like shit on Juvie in a way. And up until that point, maybe not for you, because I feel like Wayne was always your nigga, but majority of people that were Cash Money fans, Juvie was our nigga. Right. Juvie or BG for sure, because Chopper City in the Ghetto, we got to talk about that. We got to do a whole episode for Chopper City in the Ghetto. Right. I just bought a Chopper City in the Ghetto cassette. I can't wait till that shit get there. But anyway. Wayne does 500 degrees, and I was insulted. Nigga, your mom... You and your mom picked me up that weekend. That shit came out, and we listened to it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and it just gave me a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like to this day, I'll have I'll be able to reference the feeling I had I had the first time I heard <laughs> "Fucking Young and Blues" five or Five Hundred Degrees. You know what I'm saying? Like those those joints, the joints on that album. Mm-hmm. It's a fi- you always are chasing that feeling, and so Pharrell starts. That that leads Rick Rubin into the conversation about the Blurred Line shit, the Robin Thicke song that mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye's estate was able to sue a civil a civil a civil suit and win based on Pharrell mimicking the feeling it gave you. Because mm. science down to the science, ain't no sample. The chords ain't the same. Ain't nothing nothing in there is the same. And I've been trying to tell people that for years. They'd be like, "Mine, they listen to it. It's the same song." I'm like, "No." They didn't like slow it down or speed it up. Oh no, no, they did all of that. But the pe- the 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 people who decided on that case aren't music nerds like that. Aren't aren't musicologists? Oh, so they went out the feeling. So they they literally awarded Marvin Gaye's estate the win based off of Pharrell rep being good enough to replicate the feeling of a Marvin Gaye record. Damn. So the, the the torment of that, right? You spend your as a creative, and maybe every creative ain't like this. I know I am. Mm-hmm. 
because it my my creativity is 100% driven by my fandom. So if it's film, if it's TV, if it's people, I'm having a conversation. You don't you don't know how many times I've been in conversation with you, Poe, and then I'll y- y'all be like, "Yo, this nigga Monty about to leave." I'm not leaving because I'm weirded out or nothing. Like something has happened to where I gotta go try to use that somehow. Mm-hmm. I got I have to. It just it just happens. Yeah. So Pharrell's just like he. You spend your whole life trying to master duplicating the feeling or being or or being inspired by a feeling that something gave you. Yeah. And he he was so good at it that it cost him a lot. And Pharrell kept saying, "Like yo, that shit set me back." And and I think people thought he was talking about money. He was just talking about mentally, just creatively. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's what you've been trying to perfect your whole creative career, and you finally did it, and you did it so good that the world said you stole it. Damn. And he didn't. That's a wild feeling. And that shit's heartbreak heartbreaking, and no one no one rode for him in real time because of the the gang mentality. And I guess that's that's probably the reoccurring theme for this episode because it ain't much to talk about other than the gang mentality mm-hmm. of just like thinking mm-hmm. and and arriving at opinions for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people that are pretending that they are a free thought and they really aren't because it's so, it's such a safer bet to have this have the same thought as everybody else. So you're not outcasted or you don't have to sort of explain yourself, even if it is kind of problematic. Mm-hmm. And I just want to. I want to ask, because I, because I, because, because maybe I'm ignorant on that part. Maybe I should, maybe I should be in on the collective thought. But a nine, t- nine times out of ten, G, I'm on the outside looking in. Like, I need somebody explaining to me, like, what, what happened, mm-hmm. why that was wrong. The Pharrell, the Pharrell, the Pharrell blurred line shit really hurt, because I really, <laughs> I really like blurred lines. Yeah. Um. I like blurred lines because of how it bridged generations. Like, it was young chicks in a party dancing to, dancing to that shit. Oh, that shit was smashed. It was like, it was young chicks, it was young niggas, and then it was the older generation, and then it was like the grannies and the aunties and shit that was really into it. Mm. And from an execution standpoint, that's a really dope thing to accomplish because it's so hard to do. Where you can generationally... Forget color and race and religion, all that shit. Ageism is is crazy on its own. Because naturally, when you when it's something's new and and this is fuck, this is crazy that this is rolling us into the shit. Um, naturally, when something is new, the older generation has to kind of be like, "What the f- what? What is this?" Mm-hmm. But then if something is referencing something too old and doesn't have enough of the modern style in it, the younger generation is like, yo, what is what is this? Like, it's confusing for everybody. So you art, art you can't really play the middle safe ground because somebody's going to be excluded. So when you do something, you just do it. Mm-hmm. Man, it ain't, no, it ain't no modern trap drums in that song. It ain't none of that shit. It's literally vintage rolling 909 sounding shit in there, and he got that motherfucker swinging. And them chords are so pretty, and then the way he was able to produce Robin on that song, and mm. just it's just it's just a fun record, right? Like those Marvin records used to sound, those harmonies and shit. And I and and I'm not saying saying people are idiots for for going, you know, he, they sampled that or they stole it. No, 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 no. Y'all y'all are 100 justified in your thinking right. because 
Pharrell was 100% attempting to match of the feeling that one of those Marvin records gave him. Mm-hmm. And if you take that away, what are we doing? And it gets to the point to where it literally is motherfuckers walking around here thinking that they're having, they got original thought or original ideas, man. That's, that's not how that works. Like the, the, this, this, this removal that new creators are trying to have and thinking that ain't nobody out here on the same frequency or they're not channeling and all this shit is just crazy to me. Like that level of ego and art and creativity is nuts. And it's not, it's not rooted in success. It's right. not. Cause then you're not collaborating and you're not open to shit and you're just walking around thinking, oh, did my shit new? No, nigga, you ain't had no no original thought mm. at all. And niggas still think that shit. And it's it's just crazy to me. Who was that that said that we uh they were we're not coming up with anything like new or something like that? It's nothing new like under the, the sun. It's, it's not what you do, pop, but how it's done. I know Ab said it. Everybody says it at least once. Yeah. And it's like it feels like that level arriving at that does something. Arriving at that sort of thought is able to help sort of guide you best. To me, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just it's, it's, it'll be the what, what, what variations of like the same thing, unless you just like completely off the map. But even your even your being off the mapness is inspired by somebody who was hella off the map. True. Tyler creating that whole Igor shit. Igor the character feels really original, but it also feels nostalgia from the wig, the way the suits are cut, mm. the the grill. Like it all feels like a it feels like a like a vision board or, or a compilation of of multiple people in one. That kid, the character, right. and then the then you get to the music. The music immediately creates this nostalgia. And then Tyler goes off and does some wild shit. We're like, oh, no, I definitely ain't heard no shit like this before. Mm-hmm. But it's inspi- It's definitely inspired by something. But it's inspired by something. And he's a in, in said inspiration is able to find a whole new world. Mm-hmm. This nigga got Playboy Cardi sounding like fucking Elton John, nigga. Like, that <laughs> shit's nuts to me. Yeah. You know, so it's... So I, I guess I guess what what I'm saying is like the in, in order to get to that freedom... And that 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 space to catch that to catch that magic sort of purgatory where your inspirations have got your inspirations have literally guided you to this new space. Mm-hmm. Don't disregard the inspirations. You can't. Right. Not in the, not along the process, I guess. Um, and I'm I'm so open to that being wrong too. By the way, but well, it's it's how my tripper. brain makes sense to it. That makes sense of it. Excuse me. No, I, I yeah. Not, I mean, it's always good to hear from a creative on that, like on that particular uh, subject, because I don't know if they, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I still find it kind of weird. I know everybody has an ear, and everybody, well, not everybody has an ear, and everybody can't hear, but you know, I think the people that are out here, like actually being able to comment and think and have, like, you know, people listen to stuff that they hear is so freaking it's so subjective so if it's if it's subjective um i just find it kind of weird like when you get people together that are like like like-minded to make a decision like that yeah so that was just kind of weird because i want to know like who did they get who did they come in like who came into the room and uh 
and said, like, what was the group that they that they got together to say that that was um, in favor of the Marvin Gaye estate? Shit, that <laughs> uh, it was it actually they actually took that shit to court, G. I know, but like, who was the people? Like, was it like the like who like who made the decision on that? Like, I know the I know the actual like the judge makes the decision on that, but like, I mean, who was the people that deliberated and like had all the like like who who they grab together to like say you know uh, so what that civil, does sound the same. So if the, if in civil court. I and because I'm 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 fuck as a criminal justice major I feel like I should know this but I don't. Um, civil court isn't your civil court isn't your standard jury selection process if I'm not mistaken. Um, but either regardless, that needed to that needed to be such a specific group group of people to decide on that or a specific group of people to to, to present said information and in that interview, Pharrell Gojo. I mean, Steve, Stevie Wonder told me, told me to get a to, to get the real uh, get a real musicologist that could break this down and provide and provide the details and the nuances so specifically that it was that it was definitive. Like people needed to see that verbatim. And Pharrell was like, "Yo, I didn't listen, and I pay, and I ultimately paid for it." Um, because it is it, again, if you're just going off the filling, and a lot of art is just on the filling. Mm-hmm. So you like again? That's why I say I'm not mad at the people that were like, "Yo, this feel like a Marvin Gaye," because right. they're they're right. That was the that was the point. Mm. <laughs> so, but for real, can't come out and say, "Duh." Right. <laughs> I spent my whole life trying to trying to trying to trying to duplicate something that genius, right? And I and I was successful at it, and I paid for it. I don't know. Again, I I, I like that's why I say I'm open. I'm hella open to being wrong. You know what the what, the, what they're awarded for that? Nigga, uh, I want to say I want to say something stupid in terms of like the the uh, the publishing on that record, um, and then back royalties too. Because Blurred Line, Blurred Lines, even stream like we can look on YouTube right now, and I want to say Blurred Lines did a, a couple billion streams. Yeah, no, Blurred, Li- Blurred Lines was a just on that's just on YouTube. So we're not talking about the Spotify and the Apple Music money and all that shit. So they had to pay back royalties. And call for uh, pub publishing on that song. Hey man, as always, man, artists be careful because mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, um, because they be coming for your ass. Come speaking of coming for when it's popular, man. Because shit, can we? Oh, we gotta see, say see, see what happened to what's night. To, uh, we gotta say because uh, the group chat is going off. We gotta say happy birthday to to my mama, Demetrianica. No middle name, Gerganius. You feel me? <laughs> what? How grandma? How grandma just not for going not get the, the last baby a middle name? Maybe Auntie Antonia don't have a middle name either though. Your dad's got. Your, your dad got a middle name? Oh, I don't think so. Wait, so none of them have middle grandma was just like fuck it. Nah, <laughs> I just got right past that. <laughs> Y'all got a first name and a last name, man. I, I'm not dealing with all that. Grandma is original like that. She would do something like I ain't giving them no middle name. Shit, I only have a middle name because because uh, of Big Mama. <laughs> Otherwise, man, I wouldn't have a middle name either. <laughs> like, folks were really tripping like that. <laughs> it's like their first last name. They ain't gonna put this junior. Gonna put this third. Gonna put this shit after yours. He said, "I only got a middle name." <laughs> you gonna sit down and shut up? Oh man, I, I'm still trying to figure out what E Baby was sipping on when he, because maybe I wouldn't have a middle name either if it wasn't for my dad. Like may, like maybe, maybe he, but he, it felt like my dad came in last minute. Was like, uh. Uh, 
Just give them mine. It's like, wait, fam, you, you ain't going to put no thought into this. Nothing. You just That's just what you rolling with. Like, come oh, no. on, man. Come on, man. The exact same. I want him exactly like me. That's so that's so crazy, though. You just stumble in the room like, hey, 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 hey. Give, give him my middle name. Fam. Hey, man. We not going to talk about this? Nothing. No convo. And in that moment, everybody on like they the maximum emotion is like, oh, oh right. that, that's sweet. <laughs> no, right. nigga, my, my mom is gonna kill me for this, but you gotta have her tell you the story about when I was born because Auntie Antonia is in the room. I believe Grandma's in there, but my dad's my dad's um, aunt from Louisiana was visiting, mm-hmm. and so my mom had already had like had been through hella trauma pregnancy wise and then there were some complications with me so she was like on edge and so she didn't get to see me yet and she said auntie's face was just like oh my god like what did you just give birth to <laughs> <laughs> and then and then my uh my dad's aunt walks in the room was like oh my god look at his lips and then my mom <laughs> lost it She's like give me my baby y'all get up out of here hi wait that's why you know black people are sick Cause at least white people pretend like the baby cute. Yeah, they just wait. Black people don't wait. That's fucked up. Black That's people just first thing that come to mind. They can't help it. They can't help themselves. And it's like, fam, you just gonna call me ugly like out the gate. Like, let me let my head shrink. Let every like I just yeah. went. Through, I just was born. Just, my just, nigga. just came out, bro. They, 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 they hit you with a Lord Jesus so quick. But I, but I, th- I feel like that's why Auntie be trying to be hella sweet to me because she called me ugly like without calling me <laughs> ugly in the beginning. So Auntie be trying to be hella nice to me whenever she see me. That's crazy. Um, she got a lifetime making up to do. Oh man, we were but we were talking about people coming for people. Mm-hmm. Do 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 we dare talk about Ti or no? Should we stay away from it? Hey man, I'm open. I'm open either way. Like I, I'm, I'm more inclined. All I know is that ever since Ti got a got a podcast, we ain't been able to stop talking about random ass shit that that <laughs> that Ti comes up with. Like, oh man, like we we get it, man. We get it. Ti, you are a person from back in the Stone Age. We understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like free free form is not for everybody. There is nothing progressive about Ti, even though he may look the part. There is nothing, and he kind of talks the part sometimes. Yeah, I mean he he's created a character, so yeah. we're not gonna talk about how Ti's created a character. He's very he, he's done a great job at that, but that's yeah. also a part of like that comes from. Being a hustler in a way, like in a hustler, you're able to become a chameleon and you can mm-hmm. actually adjust and adapt to depending whatever. on what the surroundings are. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you have like, if you have, okay, this is too much information, but yeah, I'm not gonna do that on the mic. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> very, we very. Need to, hey, somebody make us a skirt at lib. Uh, Qua- get Quavo or Travis, hey, man, you know, so we very. can put them in there for our edits. Like, hey, so man. y'all know when we because Monty, I just got done talk. I just got done saying to you. <laughs> How much I hate how much people talk to on when they put a mic in front of them. Like when they put a mic in front of the amount of things that people say. You did. It like I get it. Everybody's trying to take their show to like whatever level they're trying to get it to. We need we need a gimmick, man. You up here playing it safe. We gotta go viral, son. Say something wild, man. My nigga. That's 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 jump off off the cliff. Just jump off the cliff, bro. That's that's not even in me, my nigga. <laughs> but, just jump but, off I, but I but I can uh, like I'm, I'm not gonna say it specifically, but I can connect dots like as far as like other people connect dots. Yeah. But you can look at a Ti. You can look at a. You can look at a Lupe. Yeah. You can look at a. Uh, 
shit who other who other folks do we have i can't really think of it right now i'd have to like actually put together a list but yeah. you can look at you know certain trajectories and certain things that they were in the line of fire on and like how they are now and it's just like perfect no you're not you're not wrong um dare i though dare i try to have a conversation about trying to get to the bottom of how everybody in that scenario was wrong ti the host of the podcast and the and the people, everybody was wrong. Am I crazy for trying to do that, or should I just leave it alone? Because I no, nah, go for it. I feel like we want to hear it, Manny. I feel like everybody was dead ass wrong. We want to hear it. I feel I, I want because I actually didn't even hear. I I I I got like the the rundown of like the you know the thing that hit the waves or whatever, yeah. but I don't know like how this was presented. So this was on the pot. This is, no, not on his. Not, and that's what's crazy. This not is on, on like his, one of the TV shows. This is what this wasn't on his show. He went on another show. Um, oh man, what are the, what are those ladies' names? I'm sorry, but it's Miguel. It's Miguel's lady. Um, she has a show. The singer Miguel. Yeah, she yeah. has. She has a show. She has a podcast. Oh, okay. She does. She has a podcast. Um, that's what's up. And I want to. I want to get the name of the show right. Excuse me, y'all. Uh, um. Cause I didn't, I didn't know they had a show. By the way, good job, Miguel. Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't have a. I didn't. I didn't know the. Uh, the ladies like us podcast. Excuse me, ladies, for not. Cause I didn't know that y'all had a show. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's hella popular too. Um, but it's it's all again. It's always strange to me when when these shows. Well, she's very popular. She is very popular. Um, but the these moments like they work. They work both ways. So now we're on the show. My bad, my bad. It's Red of Thought is Kevin Devine. Go for it. I wonder how Envy uh, uh, and his wife's podcast is going. Because I, I really wonder what kind of advice can Envy be out there giving people. Man. Envy uh, Envy's another one. Too. Is Envy is ever on there or is, it, or is it just her? Because I don't know what the hell he could possibly be giving. Not, because, not because Envy's like, I just know from Envy's segments that's not a person that needs to be talking for two hours at, at all. At so all. So I can only I can only imagine. But that was like a f- super size step. No, no, we can stay there because envy. You got to think about it. When you're third mic on a show, like you know how much torture that has to be. Hmm. Envy being third mic on a show that popular. That nigga first mic. He a mic. Says who? Says his position on the show. Shit. You mean like actually like what what envy, like the, envy, the input that he gives? Envy. No, he ain't first mic. It may be it may be set up for him to be the A mic, but he's not the A mic. Envy jump on, bro. He is DJ in. That's the nigga. It's Breakfast Club with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlamagne. God, like no, yeah. he just introduced. He's the nigga. He's Steve Harvey to the Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, ain't no, no, no. Even even Envy ain't crazy enough to call himself A mic, right? Envy don't think he the A mic. Envy believe Club. he A mic. Wow, because MVB out here talking like he a mic. Gee, there's no way MV thinks he's a mic. Oh, okay, we go get back. That's his. That's Wait, a whole do, different. Do you think he was a mic when Jesus Amaro walked up there? No. Yes, he did. He exposed himself for real. That nigga thought that thought he was a mic. Nah, he got exposed on that shit. He shut that whole show down. Eh? He got exposed on that shit. <laughs> gee. Like I never, I've never felt so bad for somebody. Like that, that made me really feel bad for him. To tell you the truth, bro, nigga. Uh, uh, Charlotte is the third bite. 
Even even though Charlemagne is like the person on the show, no, he's the third right. mic. You're right in in how the show right. was supposed Sch- to be set up. Sch- Sch- schematically, yeah. Charlemagne is 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 the third is is the C mic for sure. But that's again, that's, that's not again, how it comes across. It's not it's not how it comes across. And then the 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 the, the system doesn't get to dictate who the stars are. Very true. Right. Very so true. Belichick, Andy Reid. All these niggas got their system, and then by the numbers, Travis Kelsey or whomever is supposed to be. Nobody, what nobody betting on Tariq uh, Hill being this, uh, being that nice, right? And you could tell that based on where he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Go to sports. Uh, Kendrick Nunn for Miami Heat. Fam was undrafted. Nice and nice. Nice. Inspo Perfect system. demeanor. Inspo system where there's there's at least three or four other niggas that by by the numbers should be the stars. Bro, which they were going into preseason, and this thing exposed everybody. He, he in preseason. just, he just emerge. You just emerge, and it's the same thing with a show like that. They sat down, they had their meetings. Envy's a Mike, Angela's B because of her, you know, and then Charlemagne. You just come in and do you like the it. So Charlemagne being presented as the third Mike gave him a level of fucking. He just had free range to say the wildest shit because gotcha. he because he's expendable. Gotcha. Until he's not. Until he's not. Yeah, that makes sense. You lose Charlemagne. That shows. Oh, that's a wrap. No, it's all okay. Right. Yes, sir. It's definitely a wrap. Girls like us podcast. Sorry, y'all. We, uh, you, you know, y'all know us. We always bring it back. I think. Yeah, at least. We, we try to. <laughs> uh, we we had a third mic that would have brought us back. That would have brought us back. <laughs> <laughs> um, imposed by all measures. The 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 exactly the Charlemagne because he's just a loose cannon. You never know what that nigga was gonna say. Zero. <laughs> um. Girls like uh, ladies like us podcast. Excuse me. Um, nah, he's, he's more our Charlemagne. I mean, he's more our, uh, our mall. Definitely. Oh yeah, by far the cool. He's the cool factor, but he's also got he definitely some gives wild us. Our, he definitely thoughts. gives us the temperature. <laughs> like what's going on out here? Right so now? this was this was the ish, the apology issued by the ladies like us podcast. Uh, Nadia in Nazanin. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm ruining it. Whoever listens to the podcast, don't. That is me. wild that he said that on the all girls. On all, gee, to everyone confused, like just with the followers that they would have, that he got he got the, everybody livid. So here's their apology after the backlash started. Like after the clip went viral, this is them. To everyone confused, angry, and hurt by the recent episode of of Ladies Like Us, we want to start off by saying that we sincerely apologize for our knee jerk reaction to the uncomfortable topic. We were completely caught off guard, shocked, and looking back, we should have reacted much differently in the moment. The comments that were made and the reaction that followed are not in any way a reflection of our personal views on the topic. We support and love women and feel that their bodies are not are no their bodies are to their are to do with as they wish. There was absolutely no ill intent towards any party involved, and we feel deeply awful about the entire incident. We are not perfect. Take full accountability for our lack of action and are continuously learning along the way. We we know an apology doesn't make this go away, but we welcome the discussion. That's what our podcast is about. But you delete the episode. Hmm. Enough backlash to do that. But you delete the episode. Yeah, now you you got to keep that in the in the chamber. Like either, you, e- either 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 don't release it or you release it and you stand like nigga that was just a part of like your uh like a part of your library. 
you don't get to you don't get to say that. That's what our podcast is about, and then delete the episode. True that. That's and I guess that's why I'm saying everybody was wrong. Because if you listen, I listened for that's what I, that's what I said in the first place. You don't release it if that's not what your podcast is about. Exactly. But the, or it, it, or when you release it, you just you be don't like, delete hey, it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Exactly. So it's either so it's, it's either it's either in the moment you were uncomfortable to where you don't you don't put it out. It got put out, and it wasn't until it was put out that it was like, oh shit. So, but also uh, we gotta remember where, what times we're in, and have you had have you have you had this much circulation on your podcast to this point? So you for sure should just left that it's, shit in there. It's some it, exa- that's what I'm saying. So you and did, I, you didn't I, even make a good business move. And I'm not and I'm not even knocking him because the day we had uh what was the what was the show what was the show um we, we me you and Poe uh, we were uh, we were remote and I was in L A and we did a show and the topic and the episode that I name I named the episode gay is not the new black. And I didn't sleep the whole night before. <laughs> and like, was like, no, I'm not putting this out. And then woke up the next day and the world wasn't over. And it's our, and to this day is our most viewed podcast. Yeah. Our most viewed episode, excuse me. Um, so I get, I get the, but I was nervous on the front end. Yeah. I wasn't reacting to everybody having smoke. I was like trying to be proactive about the smoke that could come based off of that right. and i was like but what we didn't say anything wrong people are there are going to be people that just take the headline and there's going to be people that take a small segment of the show and run with it but in full context so not to be one of those people i listen to i listen to the girls like us podcast okay. in full just to hear context nothing in terms of like before or after that no whole set. segment yeah all laughs, all everything. They rock it. Okay, cool. Maybe, maybe you didn't catch it, or and then maybe also there's the element of like, yo, he's he's Ti. You don't really want to. You don't really want because that's what some people were offering Charlemagne. So let's offer them the same out. It's like, yo, Charlemagne, that's Gucci man. You ain't gonna step to him like that. All right, the ladies aren't gonna step to Ti like that. All right, bet even if even if that is the case, he walks out of the room. Somebody goes, yo, we can't put that out. Somebody was well, Gucci that. lying. Gucci because I'm not automatically about to be out here like Gucci was lying in that situation. No, 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 and not even that Gucci was lying, but Charlotte. So people were saying like, "Yo, Charlemagne shouldn't have sat there and let him talk about his co-host like that." Fair point, but how many of y'all would step to Gucci man like that? How many of y'all actually would? And so I want, and since people gave Charlemagne that out, I would like to give the ladies of the, the ladies like us podcast the same out, just for the sake of argument, right? Okay. Ti is there? Ain't nobody gonna you, nigga, you ain't gonna step to Ti like that. All right, bet. So we give him that. The minute he leaves, though, we can't put this out. They still put it out. The snippet gets taken, so the context is lost. If co- does context they, they even? They thought nobody will take that snippet. Yeah, does co- does context even matter in this regard? It doesn't, because Ti was saying some wild shit. So we're gonna get to him. But how? And this is this episode is fully produced by Lex. I meant to say that in the beginning. Shout out my nigga Alexis Franklin, incredible filmmaker and one of my best friends. But we didn't have shit to talk about until he called this morning, coming down from a, a crazy uh, mushroom high. With my, I'm outing you, my nigga, my bad, but you, <laughs> you said some wild shit this morning, so I feel like. By the way, it. if y'all get a chance, you know I'm the I'm the horror buff. It's not really horror, but it's like eerie. Uh, get a chance to watch Midsummer. Midsummer, where's Mid- it on? It's on. Uh, it's on. Um, on a, 
Hard left. It's on Amazon. Hard left, by the way. It's on Amazon. No, but it, but it was like the it's it's the it's it's the mushroom stuff. But okay. it's not like fully about mushrooms. Okay. The mushrooms is involved in it. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, it's it's basically it's 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 a really good Midsummer. Yes. Okay. It's, it's the same. It's the same director for uh, Hereditary. If you ever seen Hereditary, Hereditary. make sure to watch Hereditary. Ooh, okay. All right. Um. But he's doing dope things. So Lex Lex's point was like, yo, are the consumers dictating what gets discussed and what gets what gets showcased and yeah duh right but it shouldn't be like that not on not if you're doing the podcast and so what, what what's weird about all these new people entering well, that, the podcast well, that's, space that's showing that um, that's showing the level of amateurism within podcasts. The, exact. That's my point. So now all these people just leaping in. Everybody want to do a podcast. Everyone want to do podcast. No, this is the last space of freeform media. You know how many pseudo racist shows I I consume daily, just because it's like it's nice to hear people speak <laughs> freely and find out how they really feel i keep I, I say it every week how much i don't fuck with bill simmons it's because bill simmons don't know he's racist mm-hmm. um same with ryan Rossillo. like they they just don't have it they don't have a clue mm-hmm. um so it, it makes it fascinating because they do it every week from a space of, of honestly not knowing mm-hmm. and it's it's bugged out it's super bugged out and that's why i listen to it weekly because i'm like i'm just it's just like it's just like recon you know and that's crazy. I'm up here calling Bill Simmons racist. That's crazy. <laughs> um, hot take money. Hot take. That's definitely a hot take. Um, but I, I'm hella. I'm hella fascinated by it. And uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah. So everybody hopping into it, but protect, protect him though. Protect like protect Howard Stern. I say that. Protect like I I I want it. I want for the sake. Of freedom of speech and and and, and the last space of free form because even music really ain't free form the way we thought it was. Movies ain't free form the way we thought it was. Like people are being being censored and silenced every day. I do find it interesting. Man. We ain't saying Kendrick in three years, but that ain't was on Howard Stern. That's what. That's what. That's a different bag. G. Kendrick is out of here. So gone. Howard. If Howard Stern has to talk to you, you out of here. And Howard Stern couldn't keep doing the show, to because Howard Stern's whole thing is like he's got to move, he's got to continuously move demographically, mm-hmm. right? So they're looking at the numbers. Like mm-hmm. a show as big as Howard Stern's show is the same as the late the late night shows with Jimmy Fallon. Like they got to do research on who's buzzing, yeah, yeah. for the sake of sustaining a, an, an ever growing demographic. Mm-hmm. So Howard Stern was forced to have to talk to Kendrick and forced to have to do research enough to have a conversation. Hmm. It's fa- it's, I'm, fa- I'm so fascinated by that shit when you move, when you move into that space mm-hmm. where white people are forced to talk to you. Right. Uh, and, you, and, you, and you know for a fact that he wouldn't if he didn't have to. He for sure. fucking had to. It's really dope. Yeah. Um, so for anyone, protect our podcast space and, not, and, and, ha- and, and be sincere about the regret of what happened, but don't apologize and take the episode down. That's the only spot the ladies went wrong. Yeah. Um, now let's get the T.I. ass. Before, <laughs> before that, though, I'm just finding it so like I'm just finding it so ridiculous just how much people listen to other people, like without putting a face and a name to each individual 
it's uh it it's it's so damaging to me personally what you mean what you mean when you said it because like for for like that for that uh for that basically is um that was pressure from the onslaught of a backlash yeah without taking a moment to just allow this moment to pass Cause these are moments. These are moments. These are moments. Don't matter. Give a fuck. But that Lex made a good point. How many people have really been under pressure before? You've that's, been. Under, that's the amateurism. You've been. Under, no, no, no. Forget the amateurism of of a fucking podcast. Like pressure, real life pressure. G, you've been. You've been pressed before. Hmm. Point, okay. Yeah, you got a point. Think about how many people you got access to that you know for a fact ain't never been under pressure. Oh, I see it every day. the The corporate world has never been under pressure. Like their pressure is financial. They've never been under actual pressure. And so you get to see the amount of people like so this is a whole nother thing, but the 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 amount of people this shit just happened, uh, with the guy uh it was so it was so tucked underneath a rug that I didn't even know about it until later on. But the guy that uh that flew out here uh to set fires over in over in uh California. Up 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 north in Sonoma? Or did it where's he SoCal? He uh, flew out here just to do it. Yeah, I think he came from like Montana or some shit. Yo, but he uh, he he flew out here. Uh, he he had a, he had an alibi. He was coming out here for some event, like some like uh, I don't know if it was like a wedding or something like that. Uh, but he went down the country road and he was just setting off fires. Um, he set off fifteen separate fires uh, with the in a rental car. I I'll get the information for you later. But um, and, what? and and he got a rental car, set off fifteen different fires in fifteen different locations. And the only reason that he even got caught, white bro, only reason why he even got caught. <laughs> hey, sorry, that note was important. Go ahead for sure. But uh, the only reason why he even got caught was because um, was because another white on white crime, another white person um, caught caught the cops on uh, caught the cops on just just, just as an inquiry, just saying that. Uh, something looks a little fishy, and and gave the um the license plate number. Wow! Next to one of the fires, like the car was parked next to one of the fires that was going, and just gave the license plate number. See. And they caught Brett at the airport, about to get back on the plane to go back home. Like they would have never known that Brett set off any of this shit. Wow! So I bring that up only because um basically the uh the reason why. So when they finally, because he just now he's just now hitting trial. So the reason why this happened back in. Uh, August, I think, or something like that. July. What? Yeah, but uh, the reason why the reason why he even um, the reason why he started doing it or reason why he did it was because his uh, I want to say is because either his wife I, I'm so fucking space right now, but either his uh, his wife passed away or his wife left him. One of the two. I think it, I think it might have been passed away. Yo. But that's the type of shit I'm talking about is that a lot of the a lot of these fragile fragile minds that we're dealing with here ain't never been under pressure. Ain't never been under pressure. So when something like that tends to happen, it's not that I'm going off into some type of uh Deep dark place for just myself. just myself. This is the reason everybody's why, coming with, bro. Me. This is the reason why when you call into one of those hotlines, they ask, "Are you gonna? Are you? Are you? Are you gonna harm yourself? Or anyone. are you gonna harm other people?" Yeah, that's the first two questions they're asking. Yeah, and I never understood the part of like harming other people until now. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's really a thing. Like, folks just get off into these dark spaces and they be ready to take Every, out everybody everybody's else. Everybody's coming name? with me. Bro, like, everybody's gotta yo. go. Damn, G, you just fucked my whole world up. Cause that's ill. Like here, here I am on some conspiracy theory shit where it's just like it feels like 
it felt like something was crazy about those fires, especially those fires from the end of summer. It was like something something wasn't didn't feel right. Cause we we did have a string of hot days. Bet that that makes sense. The wind the winds were weird. All right, cool. But these 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 fires these oh man that's bug that's bugged the fuck. I wonder if they were. I wonder if those were the SoCal fires or the fires up north. And he came all the way from Montana because he was under pressure. My bad. So the so my bad. So the, so the guy came from uh like because I had to do it because I was like <laughs> random ass information I just threw everybody. All right. So uh so brother name was Freddie Graham, sixty eight years old. And he he came from Missouri. Sixty. He flew in. He flew into the. Sorry, uh, Montana. Yeah, sorry, Montana, y'all. But he flew in from Missouri. It was one of them M's. But he flew in from Missouri uh, to the Bay Area and started setting off the. Uh, oh, so he was. The, it was the NorCal fires. So in he set Sonoma. Off, he started setting off the uh, the grass fires in Milpitas. It was where he started off at. Oh my gosh! But he set off fifteen separate ones. Wow. <laughs> Look at Brad Mugshot. What do you say his name was? Uh, his name was Freddie Graham. Freddie Graham, you sick fuck. Sixty-eight you. years old. What a sick fuck. Oh man, I, how did how did we even get there? Because uh, people are not, not being impressed. Oh yeah, we all from the the ladies like us podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, this shit. is how braids work. This is man, fully how, bro. We would, we. Deep. You see, I gave you a separate location for like I just knew like Montana, the, Montana. <laughs> Sorry, Montana. <laughs> my man this, in Montana. This sick fucks from Missouri. Oh gosh. Oh my goodness. Um, but that's a cold game, though, bro. Flew in. It was about. And it was almost out of here, though. Was almost out of here. Had completely. Had was completely gotten away with it. But that shit just came like that was just a random ass thing that I came across, and I was just like, "Bro, because people ain't been under pressure before, right? Never been under pressure, man." Well, man, well, so, but Ti's been under pressure, and it ain't changed nothing. He's still out here saying wild shit, and I still stand by the fact that Ti was reverse pressure though. Revert? What you mean, nigga? When was the last time Ti was under pressure? Ti has been away from all this shit. Facts. Like he might have, he might still have a hand in some things, but that nigga has not actually been in the shit. So the reverse portion is him. You gotta understand. Okay, so this is another. Two. Okay, so Ti is actually moving. We might, into, we might be the only podcast anti Ti. It's so. It's so. No, nah, but he's just moving into a space where like people like him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the white people like him. Like not even like him, but they just know who that is. Exactly. And he That's what TV That's what syndicated TV will do Bro he He built a character Yeah Nigga When you build a character Nigga you still got some Wild ass shit That's in That's in your closet My nigga Like you It's just wild But you But the character still lives on Fuck man But he made trap music He made Urban Legend Bro a long time ago But I, this is, but see, it's the Shaq. Ti and Shaq, same nigga. <laughs> Ti Shaq comparison. <laughs> Shaq was my nigga, man. And every the more and more Shaqs on TNT, I lose a little bit of my nigga. Hey man, the more and more Tip does the podcast. Pause. I don't know why I said pause. Because <laughs> uh, of Tip. Because of Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, fully kid. Uh, the more and more he does the podcast. So what's worse? Is it worse to call a man Tip or call him T.I.P.? <laughs> 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 I 
because I can imagine it's it's, it's got to be tougher to call a man a wild ass name and then spell it out on top of that. Nah, it's like the, that's got to be a spe- whole to spell it level. out. To spell it out means it's it, it's moved completely past your subconscious and it's like it's right on your frontal lobe, boss. <laughs> All right, we supposed to be serious, bro. He he's because he said some wild shit, but we fully ain't got to the wild. But you already said it. You already said that nigga was out of pocket. So I I, I don't want to revisit it. But yeah. But fuck, I don't don't do it, money. Don't do it. Don't do it. I I, I have questions, G. I have questions. I'm here for your questions. I want to hear them. But I, but before you get to the questions, I also want to say that we're given the day that we we've chosen mm-hmm. to do our podcast on. Isn't it also that since so much of the news has happened throughout the week, that by the time we get to our podcast, we ain't got to explain to y'all what the fuck is going on anymore. I think y'all should know that then information. There, then there's that. So there's that. so we should actually just be able to get our information. Just off get it. sick. Like just get right, just right, get right to the sick part of it. Bypass the idea of like explaining. No explanation, my yeah. nigga. How this nigga? What this shit is? No, y'all know by now. And we still haven't said what he said. Nah. But, but yeah, but, but, by, though, but right? by now people should know what he said. They should definitely know, bro. Everybody got timelines, nigga. We are late on the timeline, exactly. so now we just We're, give you their. Now yeah. we just give you our wild ass uh, base on it. Ti appeared on the Ladies Like Us podcast. I know thirty minutes later. Now I'm giving you insight, but he, <laughs> he appeared on the Ladies Like Us podcast and the uh, raising raising young women came up, and he's talking about going to the gyno with his daughter annually, and. Basically forcing her to sign over her doctor patient privileges and getting all the information as a means to maintain whether or not she's a virgin. That's a lot of information. And again, in context of the podcast, if you're listening to him, it almost sounds like he's joking, but it there was some level of seriousness to it. Um, so my, I guess my questions are, because I don't have a daughter. I don't have any kids. Fuck no. I'm gonna I, say it straight up. I didn't. I'm no, no, no. I'm not. I you. I you're right. You're right. That's why I'm just like I shouldn't ask none of this shit because it's like stupid. Is there? Is there any? Is there any? Is there any lane possible for a dad to be that involved? Or in how? What? What? Or I guess what is the limit of involvement a dad should have with his daughter's? Uh, is it, is it is it is it because it wasn't about health? Like is it is it I guess is there a certain is there a certain level to where he could, he would have been well within the realms of being concerned about his daughter's health? Did he cross a line or was all of it out of bounds? Oh, he completely crossed the line. Completely crossed the line. This is the level of involvement is something that can stimmy the the mental of a young woman. Hmm. You know what I mean? To have that much control over uh, um, a woman's body, unfortunately, is something that will make that can stump uh, their like sexual growth. Mm. And I think that part happens naturally. You know what I mean? Like the experimentation of it. So we're not even talking about actual sexual acts at all, but we're talking more so about in the when that time does come eventually yeah how messed up are you as a human as a person before that time comes before about? it even comes yeah. so what is that what gonna, do you associate 
Exactly. You got it. Got it. Exactly. Got it. What is the association? And so that's and so that's where that's where that's where it was, it felt wrong to me because it felt like it was completely stunting. Can you can you stunt someone's sexual growth? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. Which can which can have a, a a weird effect on 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 a young mind. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know where that would take it. Yeah. But it can have a weird effect on a young mind. Yeah. Um. And I also just don't think that's a, like an effective way of going about it. You know what I mean? That, like the, so that's where I was. I because I, I I felt weird with telling somebody like how to manage their household. That's just that didn't feel right to me. Yeah. Uh, but I what where I felt where I felt justified and like I'm so confused by the way. By the way, the 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 world collectively handles the discussion of sex, but I'm even more perplexed by the way Black Americans handle the conversation of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's prehistoric, it's outdated, and it it's proven not to work. So, um, my nigga, this is going back to my whole topic, bro. Like, it, I'm I'm sorry, but there is zip zero. Nothing whatsoever we have as far as a say so on a woman's body. Now, when it's uh, now it's when it's your child, I understand the connection that there might be, especially father to daughter. Yeah, I get that part, and I think a lot of that takes place a lot more um, uh, mentally when it comes to. I have no problem with you getting at young men. Um, and trying to like break their pursuit of your daughter, hmm. but when it comes to your daughter, I think that needs to be a little bit that that dynamic needs to be a little bit more under control. Not 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 the control of her body, but more so the understanding of what each one of these acts may mean. Yeah. The kind, just the, but just again, I, I guess that's the point that I was trying to make. G, like with the conversation, like I don't, for for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I, and I don't, and and I'd like to now that I'm older, I'd like because a lot of my like before my first like date, you you maybe don't remember this, but your mom was like, do you remember your mom like breaking it down like how we're supposed to conduct ourselves on a date? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Your mom is the one who taught me about the walking outside on the sidewalk shit. Hmm. And to this day, I just do it. Hmm. Um, getting a door, comfort level, discuss. Like, your mom your mom told me about that shit. That's which is, I've never forgot. I got to ask Auntie about that now. Um, then my mom and grandma, joking or not, we'd be in the middle of the Target. And my mom, like, she was trying to be funny. And trying to make me feel like embarrassed about it, but she's like, "Yo, you need some condoms, fam." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I got my when I got my first car, my mom didn't give me a gas card or nothing. She just filled the center console up with condoms, and I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about sex. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was just like they were there. Yeah, I don't know, like, what if that if that was the right way or the wrong way, but that made me not afraid to go ask questions. Mm. And I guess my, th- again, I don't have kids. So with these kids that like, I know fucking eight year olds that have cell phones. Oh yeah. And, and oh, there's parental controls and all that shit. Bullshit. It's somebody seeing something. Cause these kids are, I, I heard some eight year olds saying some wild shit the other day. 
So well, let's go back to the. We can go to Black Mirror on the idea of the uh, the episode when they put the parental control on uh, the on kid, a, on the kid. girl. Oh yeah, yeah, on, yep. on the girl and uh, Archangel, and how that worked. Yeah, <laughs> and like how oblivious they become to the world. Yeah. So there's there's a thin line between like you know, and so but that's that's my point. So do you put do you give do you give them the technology, put parental controls on it? And then just leave them to fend for themselves. That's where, the part right. That's the part right there, nigga. That's not. That's not parenting. It's not. So that's. I get. So, <laughs> it's, so it's not parenting to just be there at the important moments of a being, child's life. Being reactive feels so backwards. So on something as simple. Uh, uh, not. I'm sorry. Not simple. That's not fair. Something as complex as sexuality. These conversations are so important. And and I and because because we're humans and we get shit wrong, I'm not saying every parent has got it. Again, I don't know if my mom with the whole condom shit was doing it right, but I knew I could ask her for some if I needed some, so it eliminated the the prospect of STD and like and and pregnancies and all the shit. Like there was a conversation there with uh, with the party with an experienced party who knew what the fuck they were talking about. Now. If you're choosing not to have these conversations because you think your kid is too young, too underdeveloped, you're leaving them, you're leaving them at the at the mercy of their overstimulated partners that are giving them the wrong information. So I, I again, I'm not I'm not defending Ti whatsoever. I'm simply asking what if there if there is a line, where is it? And and how 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 are you how are you present? How 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 can you be present? Present an open door policy so that your child feels comfortable coming to talk to you and ask for your help so you can be supportive and not a deterrent. Well, let's just let's just get to the to the to the um to like the meat and potatoes of this. Uh, the doctors have already said that. That's not even a way to tell if a if a if a young uh, person has been active. active. Yeah, so that's wrong. <laughs> so that's I uh, know that's what I'm saying. Like throw his like that bullshit. He's uh, I'm I'm asking because it does bring up another conversation within our communities. We uh well we we have false information. You know, what that's I mean? we, my, we, we that's have we have we have bad information that really has been, bad that, that has been passed down. Uh, so there's nothing different from like our bro. There's really there's really a thing going around um, just on like the information that we have medically, period. And that's for our doctors. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why you get a second opinion, a third opinion on things that, you know, on 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 medical analysis is that a lot of this is a guessing game uh, when when it comes to our bodies, because we don't have all the facts just yet. We don't know all the information. It's a constant. It's 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 constantly changing. You know what I mean? We're finding out more more information is coming along yeah so for us to continue medical to- journals are crazy to read because when you really understand what they're saying it's like yo i don't know but the probability that's all it is it's a hypothesis yeah you know what i mean yeah. that's that's all it is that, yeah. that's really all it is so you uh but you as we go forward we can't continue to use old methods on on how we are going to like get our information Absolutely. or get our understanding of Absolutely. things. I think as we go forward, there needs to be more conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to treat, um, we need to have like the 
like the young, the the youth or whatever, they need to be, they need to be talked to more. There needs to be more like conversations that you have with them as opposed to. You you can't continue to get by with just like a a threat. You know what I mean? Like a a, a threat of you do this or else, uh, or else. You know what I mean? Or else without any other information behind that. So I just want to know like. Well, I don't really want to know. This this isn't what I want to know, actually. But uh, what I would like to like just put forth when it just comes to uh, parent, not parenting, but you know, just talking with youth is just giving them the information that they need. And if you don't know, don't pass them false information. That, that's I, I guess, that's I guess that you you hit it right on the head, G. I, the majority of people that are that are and it, and it goes back to the whole collective conscious thing just being in on this like no no one no one knows no mm-hmm. one seems to know because it's like there's people weighing in that don't have children um there are people that are that are solely defending the rights solely defending the rights of of women mm-hmm. that need that needs to be that needs to be the focus but then it then it then it then it turns into people are really threatened right now by the idea that there's so many women rights. That's cr- but what, it's it's getting ridiculous. Oh my god! I, and 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 then so then that that make that that puts me in a place of being like to question. That's the that's the Amer- make America great again that folks want <laughs> is that they want it to be where women don't have their rights and. That shit. That shit makes me that that part to watch people's reaction to it. Cause uh, back to Bo, uh, uh, Bo is all, Bo, since Bo's become popular, his reoccurring theme is like, "Yo, America, America hates women." Yeah. And the first time he said it, it was so shocking. And I was like, "That ain't true, is it?" And then you watch, you watch how men act and respond, bro. Oh hey, my gosh. Bro. Blackish did this did the most amazing of parallel episodes where the entire episode was surrounded around the oblivion of white people to black people and um like just racism in general. Uh-huh. But then did the a- parallel to this episode was that Dre couldn't get couldn't wrap his brain around anything that had to do uh, between a male man and, and a woman. and a woman. <laughs> and then by the end he's like, "Wait a minute. Are men like the are are we like the like the the racism, the racism towards this, this topic? It's a, it's a fact, and it's really what it is: is that fact. men are very oblivious to to women rights and say and say and say some of the wildest shit just 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 off the fact of being completely ignorant. And I know I speaking for myself because it's I I had to catch myself a few times of like. I mean, I'm raised by all women. I, my mama, my grandma, my sisters, and it's like you sound like the nigga that has the the, the well, black, the black friend. friend. Yeah, that's exactly who you sound like when you say stupid shit like that. Yeah. You don't you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I had to really really check myself, and I and then and then also, luckily, have been around some really phenomenal women um, that uh, that are that are just that are that are completely completely. Like next level smart, but also next level patient too. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, I need you to understand this. Let's 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 go have lunch. Let's go have a sit down. Uh, shout out to Nye. Uh She came to visit from from DC and has been one of my closest friends since like sixth grade or some wild shit like that, like fifth grade. And um, 
I was walking her through how I conducted myself in a in a relationship and she was she just was able to she checked me she checked me without me shutting down. And anybody that knows how delicate that is for a man is like her it just it just revealed a level of emotional intelligence from her that I was really, really impressed by. It's like yeah. it's like, damn, she's giving me here I am, a grown man, more than likely to push back and like kind of defend my ignorance or just shitty behavior. But she's giving me this information where I'm just like, no, nah, I needed to hear this. She was like, Yo, are you good? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm actually great and glad that and glad that you're here to, to check me because the checks and balances are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I, I so oh, oh, that was I guess that was the point I was trying to get to. T.I. said some stupid ass shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't want the ladies to take the episode down because the checks and balances are so important. It's not that they did anything wrong. It's that fam needs this heat. For sure. I don't guarantee he's going to change his thoughts. Not at all. But you evolve. If there's when anybody that's you, stuck in their ways, it's going to be that one. Yeah, go but you, you do evolve when your feet get held to the fire. Right or no? Some people. I think it's also very, very possible to say the right things. What you mean? Like, you can come across as saying the right things. If you mean you say, politically correct? If you, you if you say it, if you say it a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So I think I think in a way he's mastered that. No, uh, clearly wh- not. No, 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 no. That, for this topic, no. <laughs> but I mean, like, as far as like, if you look at his like, just him, just period, how he's moving. In a way, it's almost like a hip a hypnotosis mm-hmm. for black people. Like the way Ti talked, you can he could hypnotize the black community. What with his 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 pronunciation and like these ridiculously big words that that you could have just said something for it. He could have used a, used a synonym that was like <laughs> way more. It, routine. it could be it could be a hip, hypnotosis for the black people. Yes, I would say. Really? Yes. No, I'm not rolling. I'm not right. going that far. All right, I'm not going that All far. All right, look at the amount of things that Ti has been able to get on, and it's not just off of uh, the the strength of being Who, able to communicate pe- with white people. Are people falling for that? Very much so. Fuck no, G. Don't tell me that. Very I'm much not, so. I'm not rolling. That's yes. crazy. People aren't falling for the Ti All right. stick. All right. Are they? The Ti stick. <laughs> the, I'm done. My man said stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. My man, body out, fu- body, I'm fucking yeah, done. body out here. Ti in real quick, man. <laughs> Stick. What? You don't even know what you're talking, what you're saying right now. Shut hey, that up. was a solid ass word, bro. I'm with you. All right, man. I, I, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm left at a loss for words because my nigga has a family show. They didn't touch. They, he he was he wasn't down. That's a touchdown. He definitely wasn't down. What was it? Uh, was it interception? No, no, no. It's a, it's a like a seventy yard pass. Wow. Okay. And he dove, and then they did they didn't touch him when he was on the ground. Okay. Um. So you say yeah, people are definitely falling for the character. Black people specifically are falling for the character. And I'm saying. And I'm saying, also too, that uh. I'm saying also too. That we don't allow people to, to, to simmer long enough 
My mom, my mom used to always say, "I, I, I bet you, I bet you, as a, as a collective, uh, people in the community are listening to a Ti speak about information that he only has a limited view on uh-huh. and does limited research on, and kind of just goes off the the surface of whatever issues there are until over, until, over until oh, a, a killer Mike thing goes viral. I was about, I was about oh, to say, like oh, over." Uh, uh, a killer Mike who does necessary research is living it, the life is living this yeah. and comes across as more abrasive on a topic um, and also holds up holds up a super mirror holds up a super mirror and holds everyone accountable holds everybody accountable that, but they but they will definitely gravitate to the way that T.I. comes across or, or brings across the information very limited, though. Very limited in its scope, mm-hmm. as opposed to what Killer Mike has done. No, nah, I, I. You're right. You're 100. You're. I that, wouldn't say in you, Atlanta, probably you, not in the like not the people that are actually around Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. But when Killer Mike steps outside, I would of, actually, I would actually even go the reverse. I would actually say more so. I would actually say more so in Atlanta, um, past a particular threshold. Um, hmm. Damn that that puts it that puts us in a particular space though, G, where. I mean, ch- I mean, it's true. It's, it's it's very true. What Killer Mike was saying was that we we very much so, um, are fighting over our oppressor, <laughs> like we really are, and that's, and that's what was so. That's why that moment, the Candace Owens versus Ti moment, was so was so real. And then, and that's why I did it in two parts that that the weekend. It was like. Because remember, I, you probably don't remember, but I opened the show with the T.I. breakdown. Mm-hmm. You saying some bullshit. It all set the, the presentation of it sounded so good. Mm-hmm. And then followed up the following week with Killer Mike destroying T.I. Mm-hmm. And the check again, the checks and balances portion of it, where so many people delivering false information on the strength of popularity. That's a perfect that's a perfect segue on that one though. So that's literally what I was talking about as far as like how it comes across to the people. Yeah. Because the way that TI came across to the people was something that everybody garnered claps for. When it came to what Killer Mike was saying, it was kind of like you could hear a pin drop in the room with the way and the way that because um, it was it was in the vein of some some it, Mal- Malcolm it was, Martin shit. It was in the vein of our ancestors. Yeah. Not so people want to talk about that, but it's in the vein of our ancestors. Can, how how can, much how much do you want to go into your ancestral That's the the uh what I, which, uh, I forget who was on the Breakfast Club a couple weeks ago. Morgan sent me the clip, but it was talking about the speech that Martin actually got killed for. It's mm-hmm. like the white people every year try to show us that I have a dream speech. Right. Every year try to show us I have a dream. If y'all don't get that, I'll have a dream speech to fuck up out of here and show us the economic inclusion speech mm-hmm. where he denounces fucking welfare and all this. Like, show us that speech. Because mm-hmm. that was way more militant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there's there's a reason for this. It's mm-hmm. a reason white people now try to try to prop up Muhammad Ali quotes and act like they give a fuck about his legacy and they don't want to talk about the radical shit he was he was he was moving on. Very much so. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like that. Killer Mike was channeling that in that moment because he put two people that thought they were arguing for something worth a damn to, mm-hmm. to absolute shame. Mm-hmm. 
checks and balances. Not to say that Candace Owens and Ti went home and rethought their shit, and that's to say, and who and who's to say after this moment he's going to rethink it. But if we can just simply delete a race and try to move away from it, because somebody's going to go back and get tweet like dog. I keep having this reoccurring dream where the podcast because we uh, was this epi- is this eighty one or eighty two? I think think it's eighty. I think it's eighty one. Episode eighty one of Meet the Brave, nigga. Thirty episodes ago, we didn't said some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we did. I would bet that we didn't. And if the, and if someone does decide to take a clip, we can have a discussion about it. But we ain't deleting the shit. Not Never. deleting no tweet. Go get. Go get them. Never that. Go you by all by all means. You got free range. Do do concoct what you need to concoct in order to, in order to present the the. I I I'm, like dog. I didn't face real pressure before. Most definitely. And I'm 100% open to the idea of being wrong and, apolo- and apologizing in the proper vein because I meant it. Because mm-hmm. someone was able to provide me brand new information and walk me through why I was dead ass wrong. Bet, let's roll. Is that what, when did it, when it become so crazy to apologize and mean it? Because, because someone actually presented new information to you, though. Uh, I mean, how often are people presenting information to you, though? Never. Because you know it's just I mean? like it's but just it's like, literally just like a rah 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 moment. It, and that's then, what I'm saying. And then there's no information stop behind reacting, the rah. Stop, that's the that's what I'm saying. Stop reacting to the rah 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 because that pressures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's it's motherfuckers. It's motherfuckers with platforms. It's people with platforms and voices that ain't never been under no real pressure that are reacting to the pressure and and backpedaling. Mm-hmm. I stand by. Don't delete that episode. Y'all didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, you should have said something in real time. It's, you know how many of the people that was barking barking on T.I. wouldn't have said nothing in that moment? Hmm. I can't. I honestly can't say that I would have said anything in that moment, G. I, I'm being honest with you. All right, so now we're getting into something else, though, because when you start getting into the follower game and, you know, that becomes your currency. Well, not no more. As a person. Not no more. Instagram getting that shit. It's trial week, baby. Them likes going away this week. Solid. Now what we doing? No, I mean, but that that part, that part, and then like the also like the amount of followers that you have. So so it it it's like. But do the followers mean anything if the likes go away? I think it's about to get worse when the so? light, when the lights go away. Because like you got to think about what it means right now. So right now we're dealing with like the petty shit. So we're dealing with the shit like. Uh, they post one picture, it didn't get enough likes, so now they gotta post an ass pitch. And then like, and this goes for male, men and women. Yeah. Like this isn't just specific to women. This yeah. is literally men will do something specifically for likes. It ain't gotta be an ass pick, but it's, it's, some, it's, it's, it's their something. it's their similar realm yeah. for for the, like the, the, equi- the equivalent. The equivalent exactly. So that's kind of what that's like the petty part of it. You know what I mean? You know, um, like you 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 know what people are looking for. Therefore, you do it. Got it. Now you take that part away. I'm talking about literally it feels like you're getting shot at when one person unfollows you. The amount of folks that are like Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're gonna because you don't have likes, you're gonna watch how your followers fluctuate. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be nuts. Got it, got it. That's about to be nuts. No, no, no. So oh, oh no, so I'm with you on that. I'm saying because that's where your currency shifts to the, so when you go in like insider information, so you go into these meetings and you're negotiating 
based on whether you're macro, micro. It's macro, micro. Fuck, what is the third one? I always forget the third one. Macro or micro influencer, right? Mm-hmm. It's based off how many followers you have. Then what determines that next is how what your engagement is per post. Then, <laughs> then, be, then beyond that, what demographic ver, based on like sec, uh, sexual, sexual, sexual identity and age, mm-hmm. um, all those, those factors. So now that goes away. And like you said, it just goes straight to that followers number. You could, you, I'm, I imagine you'll still be able to access your analytics and shit, but it won't be a public thing. And I'm curious to see how that tricks the mind, whether or not people engage still, or maybe it makes people engage more. I, I don't, I don't know. Can they still make comments? I think, I think, I don't think the comments are going away. Mm. I think, I think just the likes are going away. Okay. And the comment, the comments are is engaged. The comments are engagement. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking like on a lot of on a lot of these shows, uh, the thing that makes them dial back is the threat of losing out on those followers. Yeah. Like if they have, you know, if they're sitting at one mil, and it just says one mil, it don't say point nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just one mil. The idea of it dropping. The a idea 99. that dro- yeah that should drop underneath one. That yeah. is like it's everything. Yeah. A, there's fixes for that. It's a true heartache. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, there's, fixes, there's, there's fixes, fixes in line for that. For don't you? Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I get. I don't know, man. I, it's all of it. All of it is again ever ever evolving, ever growing. But it feels like one big social experiment, and and I'm 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 curious to see how how people react this week, both on the consumer side and the producer side, uh, because. I forget who was talking about it. It was a YouTuber talking about being a YouTuber. He's like, yo, you meet kids now. It's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? It's like, yo, I want to be a YouTuber. YouTuber's big. You know, like, that's YouTuber's crazy. YouTuber's big. You know, all you, again, your leverage is the engagement, both from the views, the likes, and the comments, um, being able to monetize. And so... You're looking at the toy person. Is, yeah, the, the toy, toy review. The toy Ryan, review Ryan, if I... I because, of, because of our little cousin, Cannon, uh, Carson... Um, Ryan's tour review pops up on my feed, and I, I think I talked about this last week. Be, visiting him in Denver, Car- Carson is three, uh, going on four. Can I see your phone? Watch Ryan's tour review, and so we we're watching it. And uh, we got a special guest, parents. Uh oh, who we got? Hello, hello. State your name, gangster. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I missed your call. It's all good. I was hollering at you this morning. You know, I was just telling you happy birthday. Hey, it's your birthday, girl. Yeah. You on the the pot, you know what I'm saying? We just wanted to tell you happy birthday one time. Can I do what it do, though? You fake. You fake. You not even you not even gonna flow right now. You fake. All I want for my birthday. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. It's only right. How you doing, OT? I'm good. You ain't gold chain. 
I know that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll just holler at you. I know you probably had a long night. You know, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know what you could have got into. You know, I didn't know. Oh no, no, no! But I'm gonna tell you guys, y'all. Um, I have been listening, and I'm so proud of you guys. Crack me up. I get wisdom. I get you know game sprinkled on me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud of y'all. So keep going. And so when I do my album CD release, um, you guys can. Can, can release the first on the show. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hey, mom, real. If, if, if Mama D did it, I should be able to do it, right? Mom, so mom, real, mom, more than her. mom. Before before you go, real quick, because we were talking about the Ti stuff with the going to the gyno with his daughter. Wait, what happened? We we're talking about the Ti stuff going to going to the gyno with his daughter. Right, right, right. And so I was giving, I was telling the people. Out about our conversations about sex and how that would just be walking through Target and you announcing to all of Target that you were buying me condoms. <laughs> uh, I played the <laughs> Um, where did you read that in the book somewhere, or was that just instinct? That's just instinct. You know, I have to make sure you're protected at all times. <laughs> ain't like a real one. You know what I'm saying? For real. First things first. Man, what? Hey, is Grandma with you? Not yet, thank you, Jesus. Oh, uh, she. But, she but gra- Grandma, Grandma was worse. Yeah, but you guys, look how far you've come. I'm so proud of you. No, that, and, and that's that's what we were saying. It's oh, like no, definitely. Yeah, we don't we don't know. You know, you, there's no way to say whether it was right or wrong, but it worked. Right, it did, it did. Yeah, but see, I gotta do what he gotta do. I'm not mad. Oh I'm Lord, uh, but hey, Googie, hang up, hang up, for she get us canceled. <laughs> Uh-huh. I said we getting off the phone with you before you get us canceled, lady. <laughs> okay, let me just say this one thing. Okay, I want. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank y'all for the birthday shout out. Most likely. Love, 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 love you, Rose. Love, love you. Love y'all. Bye. All right, bye. Oh, she that lady is. She's hella funny. That's hilarious. She is hella funny. It's her. My mom's fifty second. Um, she gets cooler. As she ages too. What's really cool too is to like, and I and I imagine it's hard. I should have asked her that. Um, she sustains this space of like, of, of a quest for information, mm-hmm. and she's not. She she's definitely she definitely has her shit. She's stubborn on for sure, mm-hmm. but she also does this really good job of like, excuse me, of like yo, I, I might have had that wrong. And calling for like she just said like, she just said she listens to the show and she gets wisdom from us. And my dad, he said the same thing. And I'm just like, yo, that's crazy because it's like it's so delicate. And I and and I don't know if you're like this, G, but I know I am. I don't ever want to present myself as myself as knowing more than the OG who's lived because you can't really put a value on living mm-hmm. the, the the what experience offers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know their sacrifices allowed allowed us a level of living that they didn't get to do. Most definitely. So there's this strange balance where we do have a little bit more information and experience. Um, so it's this it's this delicate balance that I'm always trying that at least I'm trying to navigate where I'm trying to engage with our elders and offer a different level of perspective as a means to not to fall in that weird ass tradition of shit that we just carry forward. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 if you look at like certain if you pull certain shit away from the concept of tradition which is weird for black americans to ever talk about tradition because we really don't have one mm-hmm. it's like why do we do that oh because my mama did it 
And her mama did. Like, uh, you gonna have to give me a better reason for that. But right. I only think like that because of my mom. That's what I was just about to say. I was gonna say that that's the sole the sole um importance of like what they did as far as like raising us yeah. was to make us free thinkers. Free think like that was like the sole important <laughs> thing that they did as a whole, just as a collective, collective you know what 100%. I mean? As a collective was that that's really how we grew up was that there was never like, there was never really like a stump of like what we could learn. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like or there, even say sometimes. Or say, or yeah. say, or say. It was, it was within, it was within bounds. Like I, I always say this about my pops is that, you know, <laughs> this is great, great information on our relationship, but, um, he would always say, like, I could never get in trouble for something that he, he's done already, <laughs> which gave me a crazy ass landscape of things that was within my realm of just fucking up on. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But it, the good thing about that, though, with, the, with those fuck ups uh, for whether it's my mom or my dad um, or any of my family members mm. um, was that. With each one of those fuck ups, there was a conversation I, on like what that fuck both, up actually what would it mean? Both meant. of your parents are really good at having conversations. Yeah, like what it meant. Yeah, like when I used yeah. to get my like my, my 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 sessions with my mom was like getting hair braided, you know yeah. what I mean, Get or getting hair done or whatever. Was yeah. like literally the conversations that we have over some shit. That's a that's a sit down of three four hours. Yeah. You know when what you I mean? Work, when you get to work through it, it's patience. It's patience. Yeah. It's patience. So I can't yeah. I can't I can't knock any of that shit. It's just really where we were meant or supposed to take this next step yeah you know what i mean if we didn't do that it would have been a detriment to who we are to our core yeah to not do that you know what i mean yeah. so that's really how, how i kind of look at it it's funny because you know my dad my dad not always being around it was kind of like raised by committee on some men shit so my mom's thing was like i'm gonna tell your uncle mm-hmm. and it was always funny to me because the first time she said it i was terrified because i was still terrified of uncle and then Unc pulled up on me. He was like, yo, come on, ride with me. Mm-hmm. And we had this long-ass conversation. Ride the ride along. And, it, you know, it was hard because it was tense. Mm-hmm. But Unc's whole thing was like, yo, if this, like, and it's so crazy because OGs that was raised in, like, the, the dope era, their mm-hmm. morals are so strange. Completely. But they have morals. Yeah. So if this if this isn't if this isn't within the realms of a moral compass, yeah. we got to have a conversation because I need your morals to be on point, my nigga. If you if you represent me, your morals got to be on point. And and also if if you can explain your your method of madness yeah. on like what you did, yeah, then you have the ultimate out on like. <laughs> On like that particular situation, exactly. just don't do that shit again. Exactly, or just don't do it that way. Or exactly. this, this is the reason I, why you got in trouble for what that actually I've was. Never, I've that's never a completely. Been. That's that's a whole nother realm of, of information understanding. Unk's whole thing, and it's crazy. His whole thing was uh, respect for women, and 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 don't and don't steal, nigga. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like I could I could do that. Like that's that's the realms that we operating within. And but those are character based, bro. Like, exactly, like, it's, his, so, it's so many things. Whole, that's, it's so many things that work within the realm. Character his based. whole shit was ca- his character and and more on some on some honor among Steve shit. Most definitely. And I was I, I, I'm still impressed by it. But what really gave me insight to that was Grandpa's funeral. So Grandpa, by by all Western norms and definitions of shit, was he had he had hella women. So do we naturally define that as being a womanizer, right? Mm-hmm. Every one of his baby mamas was in that was at his at his uh, at his memorial, mm-hmm. and they all had great shit. At least to me, 
I maybe they had maybe they were saying other shit to each other, mm-hmm. but when I had conversations with each of, each of them individually, which I did, they all spoke of him so highly. And I was just like, it's like, huh? What is? I, I'm fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. I just, I there's something to explore there. My brain hasn't fully processed it yet, but I'm I'm curious. And then the one one lady, um, um, Miss was it Miss Edna? Maybe maybe it was Miss Edna. She was like, uh, she's like your 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 grand because she'd known him the longest. Mm-hmm. She's like, yo, your your grandpa was just just smarter than everybody. Like just being honest with you, and no matter what was going on, he had this way of making you feel like you were the only person in the world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is that about? Hey, fuck that shoulder up again. Damn, damn, get up, big that fella. Just got back. Fuck. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm getting all over the place, but it just, it, just it reminded me so much of the conversations I would have with your dad, and and the certain shit he tried to make sure that were in place for me as a as as a male just navigating the world and and it 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 it, 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 it just it just allows it's just it's just it's just a means of moving different, man. I don't and I don't really know how to explain it. I don't know if I don't know if I have to explain it. I don't know if I care to explain it. And I don't know if I I don't know if it can be explained. Yeah, I don't think it's a thing to explain, bro. Like this, it's really a it's just a it's a way of life okay. that kind of operates right there on the cusp, right there on the cusp, like right there above the line. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you get too far away from that line, then you get oblivious to shit. Mm-hmm. You get below that line, and you start sinking into scum. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, so like the <laughs> right above, right the above line. that line, bro, Yo. is like a, is like a, it's, a, a it's, crazy sweet. Spot. It's a talent, bro. Yeah. Like it's a real talent. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy, dog. Man, what did we just uncover? Hey, man, you just want to be th- you want to be there. <laughs> That's what you want to be. You, you want to be there. You want to be right. You want to be operating you right have, above that frequency, right, bro. Like, right above scum. <laughs> right above that frequency, bro. Like you want to you want to be able to see what scum is and just and, and make a and, and make an intelligent intelligent decision not to go in there. Uh, Poe, uh, po, we love you. Bring your eyes back to the show, but Poe does a really good job of sending me shit throughout the week, and he and he does a really good job of sending me the shit that kind of matters. Most to me, mm-hmm. uh, so he sent me uh, Yay uh, Travis bringing Yay out at Astro World yesterday, mm-hmm. and and Yay and and so he does uh, Christ like um, I don't think that's what that song is called, but uh, the the lead the the lead single off of uh, uh, Jesus is King, and um, he's doing it, and he clearly don't really know the words like that, but it also isn't one of those songs where you kind of have to know the words you can just vibe mm-hmm. and then they stop the music and travis does the get your hands up shit and then he's joe dj dropped the shit and yay goes yo what's about to happen <laughs> like yay literally asked what's about to happen yeah. and they drop can't tell me nothing mm. and poe goes he forgot the words and for whatever reason yay asking what's about to happen in conjunction with what he said during the big boy interview was like yo how you going to perform all the old hits? He's like, I'll perform all the old hits, but I'm going to change some of the words. Mm-hmm. Yay saying what's about to happen means he ain't really worked out new words for can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. And so Poe and I right now, like as we speak right now, are having a debate on not really a debate because Poe's right. And I hope he understands that I that I that I believe what he's saying is right. I'm just trying to offer a different perspective mm-hmm. um, from a from a from a creative writing standpoint. Can't tell me nothing is the most 
cha- would be the most challenging to Kanye's faith, even though it don't sound like it. And Poe's like, well, that's just a testimony. Well, the problem with the testimony, the further you get removed from, the, again, that space right above the line of, line, line, that line of scum, where you're able to really be, like, hold yourself accountable and hold the mirror up. Mm-hmm. Can't tell me nothing is Jay holding the mirror up. and like, Can't tell me nothing by all measures to me. It's his most vulnerable and most revealing song he has. Yeah, can't tell. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I awoke, I spent that on a necklace. Mm-hmm. I told God I'd be back in a second. Damn, it's so hard not to act reckless. Mm-hmm. To whom much is given, much is tested. Like, he's, like, I forget who who is in on writing that song. It was always sick to me that people didn't see this Kanye Con- this entire time. Thank you. Kanye's been struggling with, like, that level, that, that identity, that yeah, back with, and forth. With that ever since his mom passed. Yeah. It's been constant to whom in the much public. Give is, whom, to whom much is given, much is tested. Because his first three albums was so, like, biblical in a way. On just, like, what he was saying. And, like, I think that's what people get stuck at. Like, yeah. people get stuck in those first three albums because they were, they were offering so much hope yeah. uh, to our community. Yeah. And it's something that people live by. Yeah. It's kind of like you, know, you live by the Bible. You live by those first three albums on how Kanye was speaking directly to the heart of the of the black person. Absolutely. And then to see him now, I think people kind of feel like he turned his back on them. But you, I think in a way that's where it becomes <laughs> selfish. And I think a lot of people are selfish towards in in the church in the first place. I think a lot of people bring their own selfish. Um, their own selfish, uh, just 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 bringing their their own own selfishness to the church, because when you go to the church, you're automatically expecting it to right all of your wrongs, all of your wrongs. and um, change your life completely around for you to go back out there into the world hmm. to then mess up again to go back into this place and tell this place to do this to you, do this for you again. Yeah. So I think that's a weird dynamic that a weird space that people have with Kanye in, in, in general. Yeah. I the the my my connection my connection to Ye from the beginning has been I I think it I think in large part G was about that line you talked about. Um Jesus walks toes this line. Mm-hmm. Um spaceship toes this line where he's he's painting this picture of working in retail and like wanting to hold down the job, but it, and it being really close to his passion cause he loves clothes and loves fashion, but answering to somebody who ain't the boss is already weird. Mm-hmm. You answering to some, you answering to a manager of a corporate, it's just, it's just, it brings up all these things that are, if you are of natural entrepreneurship, will fuck with you. So my first few jobs fam, I've never been more depressed and confused in my life. Mm. And I would listen to, like, the worst thing you could probably do is listen to spaceships on your shift. Right. Because it'll make you crazy. Um, but then you get into you get into graduation and Can't Tell Me Nothing is the lead single. Now I'm really fucked up because now you're really speaking to my, wait till, wait till I get my money right is, may as well be my mantra. You know what I'm saying? And may, may as well be a lot of people's mantra. And then when that whole, that whole first verse is a a conversation and a battle between the space you hold as a black American and how much we're dependent upon religion is such a brilliant conversation. 
I, I wish we I wish we maybe we do break it down like that. Maybe people are thinking about it like that. That's how I think about it, because the nuance and the contradiction, like I love when art highlights the contradiction of of our experiences as, as human discipline, what we should be subscribing to, because it's just honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to this is us. That does a, the show does a really good, great job of painting the constant contradiction with, within like the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. And by all means, there's some dysfunctional shit happening on that show. Plenty, and it's so much closer to a lot of people's experience where you got different sexualities. Shit is, different not, shit, shit like, is not perfect. Nothing not perfect. about this life is perfect. Nothing. And but you still be living though. You still be living. You live until you die. And uh, and so I I don't know why I brought that up. I just it just was I, it was funny that. Cause Poe's the one that shared the interview. He's like, "Yo, y'all watch the interview." I was like, didn't, "Hey, didn't, don't you remember him saying like doing the old shit was gonna be tough?" And then Travis clearly sprung that shit up on him. So it's like people can tell you exactly where they're at, and you still can sort of develop your own idea for where you think they should be. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, he forgot the words." No, he ain't forget the words. He ain't have no intention on doing this fucking song mm-hmm. at all. And at least not right now, because I promise you, from a creative writing standpoint, it's his most conflicting song. I promise y'all that. And anybody that anybody that's confused by that, go listen to Can't Tell Me Nothing and th- and, and then go listen to the Big Boy interview in, in terms of where he's at internally. At, at like the space. It, that would be... Cause, because it's, 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 it's probably not his biggest charting song, but I guarantee you in the list of songs that he would have to close with, Can't Tell Me Nothing is at the top. From a from a from a uh, cult yeah. standpoint, it would do amazing in a in a B size concert. Oh yeah, it's the, it's it's the B side. Can't tell me nothing is the B side of all B sides, and it's a hit. And it was a hit mm-hmm. by all by all measure. That's what's so crazy. Most definitely, it has the effect of a B side, and it's not a B side. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Damn man, did we miss anything, G? Hmm? Did we miss anything? Uh, uh, just. Just new music because two of my favorite artists came out this Oh, Doja. Week. Doja and who else did we Doja get? Doja and FK Twigs. FK Twigs. The two of them did their thing. So good F- job, ladies. FKA did two nights at the Fox. That's how Ooh. big she is. Like FK is so dope, bro. Like FK is one of those artists for sure that doesn't come until she's ready to come. Yep. So I lo- I can always appreciate that about her. And creates a whole new again, another one of those people. Completely different sound. Every time. Totally different song. Every time. And not but, different from her shit, but different from everyone else. Yeah, this one this one cannot be compared to anything else. But it's uh it's very it's, it's it's what I got from it was like looking at looking at a painting. That's from her artwork. That's all she's trying to give. It's yeah. just like it's textures, it's canvas, it's depth, it's dimensions. Yeah. Like, her music is her music her and um uh, excuse me, FK Twigs and Tyler the creator to me present day are making the most dimensional music that feels tangible while you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean every sound Kendrick and Ali have found that pocket too, mm-hmm. where if you're listening, the drums are probably on the middle tier somewhere. The bass is all the way in the back. Kendrick's vocals are, are not up front, but the melodies are up front. And so some of the voicings get pushed up front with like the keyboards and the guitars and shit. And then so you kind of listen, and, but it's like walking through a hallway. Mm-hmm. Igor was that for me. Every FK Twigs project has been like this dimensional shit where if you just like sit there, 
Oh, uh, Earth Gang is like that too. Yeah, yeah, Earth Gang does a great job. Earth Gang is like that too. And then um, I think what uh, Raj and DTB and everybody that worked on Father Figure Three, they created a dimensional sound too, where it's just like it feels like layers. But F, you're right, G. It, it is it is on some painting shit, but. For whatever reason, my brain with paintings is dimensions. Mm-hmm. Like if I like, even if it's just like, even if it's like just acrylic on canvas, the best artists are able to create dimensions with different colors and shit. It's I, I don't know why my brain brings up like that. Yeah, I mean, just listening to it, you kind of feel like the strokes or whatever. You can yeah. feel like the 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 artist creating something. Yeah, and then the like the multiple emotions that go into a painting, like. You don't always feel like the greatest when you're doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where some of like the more eerie sounding sounds mm-hmm. you'll get out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she does a good job of just like yoking that into the middle of like something that's beautiful. Absolutely. Which is dope as fuck to me. Absolutely. It, it's not it's not well done all the time. F- FKA came with an album. Doja didn't come with an album. Doja came with an album. Well, get the fuck out of here. Again. Doja, wow. Doja's putting output out right now. Wow. Like Do, Doja that did that moo shit, and then she dropped two albums. And she was ready. She, like, she, she had a full little. Clip. She had the shit in. I gotta the go listen to Doja new shit. I didn't. I did I thought it was just a single. And this one is this one's completely different from the first one, which yeah. is dope. Like I, she, and, and, dimensions. Yeah, dimensions. like she's, she. She. Yeah. She's a layered artist. That's some that pe- people are, people will start to appreciate. Yeah. I, I think they do. I think she has her cult. Every show she does out here, she's been out here like three times this year. It's been because she did. Uh, she did one of the installments of Hyrule Day. And then she was just here again and fucking packed. Yeah, she's one. She's one of the flyer dopest artists, yeah. do, doper artists. Like yeah. she does an amazing job. Like yeah. and she she drops great visuals. And yeah. hey, shout out to Doja, shout man. This is great, salute. great work. Great, great. Salute, work. salute the ladies in in music. Um, but that's what I was going to get to though. Was um was like the and the ladies in art. Ladies in art, ladies and ladies, yeah. ladies doing things. Period. Great Fuck, fucking job, y'all killing man. it, man. But the 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 level of excellence from the art perspective, uh, Summer Walker in London, by all means, they created something special. Um, Ari, um, Iman Europe, her remix album with all the dope producers. Like it's just it's just some incredible women in music that are doing. Not I'm sorry, not in music, in art in general. Mm-hmm. That uh, Lena Waithe. Queen and Slim comes out on Thanksgiving. Please yes. go see that fucking movie, y'all. The, la- the latest trailer, man. Oh when, when they're sitting, when they're sitting in the car gosh. in the garage, and they have this big beef with the uh, with the police force. Yeah. And when that, when that garage opens, and it's a black policeman, yeah, is one of the <laughs> coldest visuals thing because like what happens in this moment? Exactly. I'm 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 just I'm fighting against the blues right now, but you are my people. This that that's a crazy, yeah. Um, great, great job, y'all. I got I got to think of the young woman's name that's designing. Um, that's on the. That's one of the lead designers for for Jordan Brand. Um, her her twos came out. I hate. I'm so. I'm I'm trash for not remembering your name. But I watched the sneaker the sneakerheads documentary, and it's just. I was just like, yo. This makes sense. Hmm. This makes so much sense. Like for years, the best stylists were women, or the gay or the gay bros mm-hmm. in in fashion. Like there's something. There's something about the eye of a, I don't at least to me, um, Prince's in, Prince's lead engineer is a woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just this, it's these, it's these, these nuances and these attention, this attention to detail that art needs, that art needs, um, that fur, that furthers it. To I, to me, it's just, it's just a thought. It's just, a, it's just a thought. Um, 
I I love I personally love being around feminine energy in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Lamont and I like working with Kate offers offers a level of exploration for me in the studio where um, she's gracious enough to let me let me pin stuff for her, and it it's it's a crazy bag to tap into because um, I I really I really love. I really love melodic driven music and like from Jill Scott to Joni Mitchell to Money Ripperton, like like being raised on that, it naturally has this impact on me where I wouldn't make it for myself. But whenever I get down to sit whenever I sit down G to make a beat or to write a song, it usually is like an R and B singer songwriter record first, which mm-hmm. is weird. So I got a whole hard drive of shit. Like I can't wait till I get to meet like Missy's writing team or shit like that. It's like I, I feel like I got songs for days that Missy would body mm-hmm. or like <laughs> or like a tweet with body like what who nigga who's writing songs for tweet, for a but tweet it, line. Okay. but it's like that's the shit I would listen to like I can't yeah. wait to meet Brandy like I feel like I got a couple joints for Brandy just sitting and so like I like the homie Jane Hancock who's one of my favorite like not just singers but writers and producers it's like I, I can't that's 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 like that's like really my heart because she's so special and she did it all on her own terms but it's a lot of that shit that I just like I, I, I've been meaning to express it more but also wanting to not feel like patronizing in a way like women been doing dope shit but a lot of the shit I consume in my off time is an FKA Twigs like that her album's going to be on repeat for a few weeks mm. just because it resonates and it, again the dimensions to it right um, that's all. I don't know. I don't even know why I started talking about that. Why did we start talking? About- oh, women, women in, in in art. Women in art. Yeah. Women in art doing amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I did. I did want to say though. I I watched the uh the the conversation. So I thought about because I don't know like how much fun. Oh, I, I definitely know how much fun uh Doja's having. Like, thank you for getting up out of here. I saw a B. Uh, but um. <laughs> I didn't want to fight that thing out of this apartment, but <laughs> bro, what you doing on the fifteenth, bro? Get up, get up out of here, bro. You, you skipped hella floors, like, bro. What are you doing? Nah, but uh, she looks like she seems like she did. She was made for these times, yeah. Uh, which yeah. is difficult for artists, and that's what I was thinking about by looking at like some of like. Because I didn't realize how natural of a talent Summer Walker was mm-hmm. um, until like I saw her on NPR mm-hmm. and she looks so fucking comfortable, huh? She looks comfortable. No, like the 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 sound that's coming out of that's coming out of her is angelic. Yeah, but the look on her face looks drained, and it, oh, and what's and what's really? and what's drained about it is like she doesn't even look like she's even there. And that's because she's taking herself into a whole other space because she suffers from a very high level of like anxiety and, and huh. being in front of people. So it makes a lot of sense when she, when she goes on these rants about being over with the uh, with the industry and stuff like that. Whereas you're saying Doja's like, nah, I was made for this. Doja's more like she. I think she. I think she gets a chance to like dive into her artistic back so like she gets to play around with the creativity of it so much. She's not trapped. That she's not truly trapped. So. Summer looks. Summer looks like somebody is forcing her to go on NPR. Oh. Somebody's forcing her to go uh, do all these shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, strike while the, strike strike while you're hot. Yeah. You know you got to be out there in the open now. Yeah. You know, and this is shit that she is not trying to be a part of. Well, that's she a, just that's wants a, to create the music. That's a great. 
But the sound is angelic, though. She's not there. She she doesn't look there at all. But the sound is angelic. It's, a, it's some, certain people just I, I don't know. So this creates a whole it's a whole different conversation where there are people like enter entertainment wise are just here for everything that comes with it. Ain't none of it draining because he's like no no no. This is what I wanted. I knew I knew this was I knew this was all a part of it. And. How you arrive there? Who's it, who's hitched to you when you arrive there? What their livelihood means to your consistent output at any compromise? And that's why that's why not compromising is such a big level le- level of like currency and leverage. Because once you get into that space, you 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 dedicate. That's it. That's it. Mm. Unless you pull a Doja and you're like, nah, I got y'all. And I'm having fun like this not this level of not taking yourself so serious allows you this level of freedom. It's it's Tyler. Mm. It's Frank. Mm. Like Missy. Missy could do all this shit and then give you a serious record and then go back to having fun and Minuteman and all this shit. Like she could just do whatever she wanted to do because she wasn't bound. She didn't get on by the, just this one thing or or succumbing to the pressure. And I and 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 that's what retaining your integrity and your control like that's why it's so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing, though, Manny. I, I think I think Summers is still wrapped up in integrity. I think she really just has like a crippling, uh, um, like social anxiety. You no, know no, no, no. That, then, but then there's you know, that part. You know too. what I mean? Like, yeah, when you have like a. And she uh, says that shit. Yeah, but yeah. like when you have like a like a clinical social anxiety, this yeah. is something that doesn't factor into being an artist. Yep. So you can be the most amazing of artists, but the whole run of like having to do like the artist shit, the press runs and the meet and greets, and I was like, "Yo, fam, I I just signed up to make the music." And all these people fucking with you and all this shit like that, and like you just don't fuck with people like that, and like people want to touch you and they want to be around you and they want to, you know, you gotta. You go on these shows and they get asking you the same questions. But see, that's where that's where your infrastructure matters so much, matters the most because like you should have you would hope that she had people around her that understood her understood that and protected her from it, and it also would add to the lore of Summer Walker. She everybody like this this social this this modern space where everybody has to be accessible and you always got to tap in and you always got to do the that's the part you don't have to she don't ha- Summer don't have to do that. She keep dropping his fire and be low, but that's the part though. But is, does that does that turn over to people continuing to fuck with? Yes, you? I mean label wise, that that's on the label. Like that's, again, that's back to what your because they have a blue, they have a blueprint for you. They got a, they got a blueprint, but their blueprint they don't. Re, uh, I think Russ was saying this shit. They don't really know. No, no, they're, they're, it's, it's completely. Dated. They're guessing they're it, and and they're trying to take said blueprint and apply it to everybody. And they, for whatever reason, these dumbass labels haven't figured out that that's not how the shit work. Yeah. And so, summer the the stimulus package for uh for Cardi is not the same for Summer Walker. I think that's what it is. Is that people want everybody to be Cardi, and Cardi don't even like being Cardi. Cardi don't even like being Cardi, and Cardi is not uh, musically. Is not as talented as a summer walk. Very much so. So let's stop again. Let's stop. Let's stop trying to. It's like it's the presets when you go in the studio. So like every a, a lot of engineers have they have their like their 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 pre their um have their presets for have the, have their template setups for their for Pro Tools or whatever. 
And it's like, fam, my my vocal tone ain't the same as 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 his. Don't don't treat my vocals the same way. That's that shit's so frustrating to me. That's why finding the right engineer is so important because it's like, yo, a lot of these a lot of people have gone to school and they trying to get out of debt or whatever. So they got they it's it's so routine for them in the studio, especially when they don't like the music. I know so many engineers that record niggas that they don't like, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's just like, yo, this is my hourly. They pay it. They got the bread. I don't like the shit, but hey, I'm gonna get paid. And it's like, that ain't how that shit should work. You don't even want to be here. That was like another thing that was very present on uh, like the Rhythm and Flow show. Mm-hmm. Like people was watching that shit off of like, you know, the usual shit that you watch these talent shows for. But I was watching them more so just like picking up on the personality of the individual judges. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you can tell, like this is a show that's, this is a show that you have like artists that are actually trying to like, break into like the game and absolutely do, and like they're still on the hungry level and they congrats they smoke man yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure for sure but all cardi can come across with that you could tell like how she's been coached like, and yeah, how she's been yeah. coaching and groomed and, and nurtured was that she can only think in like the space of like how many followers you can get mm-hmm. and how many people are just going to naturally go to your instagram yeah that's the only like her, her, her entire basis on that show was telling people, hey, you know what, I I can see people following you. That's all she had. It had, no, it had nothing to do with the actual ear talent. She's been sound anything like code. that. Yeah, and then so then you take you take Cardi's approach, Chance's approach, and then Ti's from a whole different generation of them. Where he Ti like literally got on ghostwriting. Like, ghostwriting was his thing first. Mm-hmm. And then he had to, like, sort of fight his way and then finally caught one. But ghostwriting, like, all that Bow Wow shit was all T.I. for the mm-hmm. most part. You know, which is, which is strange to think about. But, yeah. not no, it isn't, you know. And and so his approach is completely different. And Chance is from this, like, pseudo-independence place where he's, like, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's ret- retain, retain everything about you. Make yeah, sure you put this, make sure you put this towards yourself. I thought, I thought, I th- and that's, and I thought they did a make really sure that the good industry job. doesn't change like any imagery about you. <laughs> like that, it was like, it's like, like yo, it was like sick, sick about that shit. Yeah, it's all so whimsical because they all, it's all so, it's all so uniquely different from how they all got on. Um, and so you put them together, and then by all estimations, I think it makes for a great. Like three-headed monster, amazing in terms, of, in terms of formulating something special. Amazing. That's yeah. why. That's why the show was. That's why the show was great. In my in my estimation, yeah. I don't know what they did, but yeah. I think that they were great in that in yeah. that estimation. It was just that type of dynamic. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just found that to be very interesting. Just because <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the NPR uh, for Summer Walker. No, I haven't. I'm gonna watch it now because I want to see. I want to see that look that you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, it's man. Yeah, I really, I really want to see that now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it just makes a lot of sense. And then after that, I like, kind of went down like the little rabbit hole, whatever. Yeah. But like, you could tell, like, well, just don't be, don't be about all this extra shit. But she's hot, so she has to be <laughs> everywhere. Oh man, I am. I'm running out of here. I'm gonna go celebrate my mother's birthday. I want to say thank you. Yes, to happy, everybody. happy birthday, everybody that listens to us via Spotify, Simplecast, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher. Thank y'all for continuing to support. Remember to like, share, comment, rate, and review. It is our currency. I don't have any announcements. Seed for uh, my collaboration, Lathe Cut Record, 
is available via Roots and Branches on Instagram, or you can hit me directly on DM. It is a hundred bucks. We uh, there is only a limited press. I think we pressed twenty. We have sold eight so far. So they're 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 moving slowly, but they're moving. So if you want to grab one, tap in. Um, again, hit me directly on IG, or if you got my number, just text me. I'll make sure you get it. Um, or hit Roots and Branches on Instagram, and 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 Basta will make sure you get a copy too. Thank you to everybody that keeps purchasing that shit, which is dope. Um, it's only available digitally on Bandcamp. Um, more new music, man. I did a, I did one of those stupid polls, uh, on my IG story because I was in the studio and I was on some. Oh, I feel cute, but I might delete this shit. <laughs> so I put it on my story and I put a stupid poll and I was like, "Yo, new music Monday." You know, two niggas said no. <laughs> oh, gee, it was like ninety three percent, uh, and seven percent. It was ninety three percent yes and seven percent no. And this is how you know the mind is sick. Yeah. It says ninety three percent said yes. Yeah. I solely only focus on the seven. Yeah, they was like, nigga, what? I didn't sleep last night. I was tight. <laughs> I was tight. You two, you two hating ass niggas. Fuck y'all. I mean that shit, son. Like uh, I'm gonna do do a whole diss record on the two niggas that said no. That's only right. The brain is sick. Yes. No, I'm not, gee, I think you think I'm kidding. No, I'm dead ass serious. Like I was Monty, solely fixated on the no. I just said that about Instagram. I'm, I'm, see, you did, you're right, you did say. That. My nigga, I just said that. Gee, it, it, hey, I know. Loop me in there. I know. Oh man. Oh, why did I say that out loud? But that's the, oh. bro, that's the, that's the public right now, man. I mean, yours is artistry, so that's different. No, bro, like, nigga, I, that shit shouldn't have mattered. Like that shit fully shouldn't have mattered. Cause ninety three percent of the people, are like, hell yeah. And them two niggas that said no fucked me up. Bro. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why they took T out their podcast. There's a few people. There's a few people. There's a few people. And they, and they uh, was like, them, them few people gave me fire. I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do this no more. Oh, so what you trying to say? I can't stand the pressure, cuz? What you say? No, nah, I'm saying, nigga, you you can do what you want to do, bro. <laughs> you can do what you want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, I, I didn't see. Did you, did, you take the, did you take the survey off? Nah, I left it up. Did you post the survey? Oh, you can post it, huh? The mm-hmm. results? Mm-hmm. No, nah, you can see it. Everybody can see it. Oh, that's right. Because people were like, yo, who were the two hate niggas that said no? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I didn't even know anybody had said no until somebody commented. Like, yo, them niggas that said no was haters. Yeah, I was like, so wait. you could. I was like, wait, somebody said no? No. Then it so, derailed- so you kept the integrity of it then? Gee, though. it derailed my whole day, my nigga. I can't say anything, bro, that, but that's, that's, that's the human basis of it. Okay, we all gonna have human re- human reactions to shit, but are you gonna react solely due to that though? So now, now nigga, are you not gonna do the Monday? Oh no, that's a song coming out tomorrow. That's what show. I mean. Nigga. So I'm, what put, I'm for sure putting the song out in the morning <laughs> on you bitch ass niggas, just cause. Just, that, that's the part I'm, I'm more, talking about. I'm more like, so I'm more so putting the song out now because I'm mad. Like I, I'm I feel away now, so the song is coming out for sure. Um, yeah, thank y'all. New music in the morning. Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. And I am LG. And we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.